Are we recording? Are we doing? Well, wait, no. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I'm not ready. I am not ready yet, okay? <clears throat> this is good, man. I'm going to eat a lot of this. It just comes in a big fucking tub? Yeah. It'll last you at least one, one outing. Yeah, me too. I'm dying, man. A non-Olympic um, qualifying beer. We got the remainders mm. from <laughs> the last round. We got a shitload of beer. Dude, we got a shitload of beer in there. You want to try to stout for the for the Olympics, the beer Olympics? Or do you no, want to just try? for just for now. Uh, that one's just an extra one. The one for the Olympics we got was the Privyet. 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 Mm-hmm. And then we have the Russian beer. Well, we'll talk more about that later. There's another second All right, Russian we'll pop beer. it open. I don't know why you're fucking talking about it. Here's we the, the apparatus. Ben, open. the apparatus you know, is I'm on. Go the apparatus. I got to take my headphones Wait, off. Wait, let's take a picture fall. of Ben attempting <laughs> to use the apparatus. For all the people that don't know what it is, well, he'll tell you eventually. Let's all go to the lobby. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, and action. Ben, no, sing your song. And there he goes. He's opening the beer, but... Oh, he did it, and he dropped. Ben, you dropped the topper. Yeah. <laughs> the bottle cap. One. Oops. Oh, it is a bottle cap. Now Death. But, oh, oh my God, that stalking. shit's like darker than midnight. It's darker than Ben's soul. It Speaking looks like molasses Ben's or tar coming out of the bottle. Tarlasses. But it, it's a reflection of Ben's soul, how much hatred he has That's towards right. Mark and me. And Mark had another episodic dream of murder, mayhem, at the hands of Ben and his dogs. <laughs> He'll explain that in a little right. bit. Okay, so. here we go. This is a warm-up because you have to warm up to be in good form. Mm. Yes. And this We're is stretching. a Swiss We're beer. stretching our palates. Stretching? You mean expanding? No, you stretch when you're exercising and you, so you don't pull something. You don't expand. I'm going to pull something. <laughs> We're doing doogies. Who says that? Oh. Space side cacao. <laughs> Space side cacao. Okay. This is a whiskey barrel aged chocolate stout brewed mm. with cacao, coconut, and vanilla. Brewed and bottled by Dugis. Gary, <laughs> Sweden. Dugis, Sweden. So Ingredients. Think, so think Swedish. Think Swedish fish, which they don't make there or sell there. Um, ingredients is water, barley, malt, rye, malt, oats. More malt. I think it's rye and malt. Oats, hops, cacao, coconut, vanilla, yeast. Coconut. Oh. You said cacao? Oh my God. The alcohol by volume. ABV. What do you think? I'd say six. Fifteen. Get the, 14. Get the fudge ah, out of my ah, house. Ah, get out of my casa. Pictures? I can smell it. That's why. Okay, since we're in Switzerland, mm. let's try this one. Well, Oops. do maybe it's Duge. Maybe it's Duche. Duche. Duches. I can't even see it because Ben is hogging the bottle and I don't even have a drink. Hello? Mark. God damn, man. I got to whip you guys into shape. You're not prepared, and you're not sharing. I was too busy licking the 
the dip off my plate. <laughs> so that's what they call it. It's called bitchin' sauce chipotle flavor. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, that's delicious. Mark, you can do the uh, promo for that one. The organic almond dip. Mm. Bitchin' sauce chipotle. All, almond? Mm, almond good. All right. Bitchin' sauce, the organic, the organic almond dip. Or almond dip. Dude, it has a nice chipotle flavor. That smokiness is really good. And it has a little bit of heat and bite to it. It's very it's great with beer. It's very robust, is what I will say. We flavor busty are explosive. Speaking of explosive, I got you a can of ginger ale. Mm. Based on our last conversation, when you didn't feel so good being a kid, you drank the medicine that was prescribed to all Hispanics all over the world. Ginger, ginger ale. And now I love it. Because I finally gave it a chance outside of that framework of me being sick. See? Delicious. That's all it takes. Open your mind. Like Ben said, stretch your palate, Open stretch your, your brain. Mind. Open your mind. Alrighty. Okay, ladies. Mind. So let's describe it for the folks at home. Who said that? Who said that famous line? Open, Open your mind. Chewbacca? No. Chewbacca doesn't speak English. Well, I understand Wookiee, so he did ben, say that. Ben knows, because this is one of his favorite films. I used to oh, go to sleep it, watching it. It's uh, Keanu Reeves. What the hell? No. no. Ben's favorite movie? Quato. It was Quato. Oh, really? Oh, my God, dude. That movie is so freaking old. And we... We busted on the remake of that movie. Yeah. What a piece of crap. Oh, yeah. yeah, the remake was bad. Yeah. I still have to watch the remake of The Three Stooges. Dude, I have not watched that. I want to watch that. And, you know, it was funny because... Um, stretch, stretch, stretch. Ben, stretch your mind and stretch your time. Thank stretch you. Stretch your mind. <laughs> so this was... Toying in my head since the last time we talked because we mentioned the Three Stooges. So what better? The Marvelous Three? Ha <laughs> ha. All right, can we taste this beer? I've been sitting here waiting to drink this beer. Yeah, while all right, you guys let's are do stretching. So it's a very, very dark beer. Very dark beer. No yeah, hand. it's dark like your soul. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna We're Fuji. Drinking, <laughs> this is the pre Fuji. See the gases coming out of his ears and nose. If we ripped Ben's heart out of his chest <laughs> and that's rang it, it into a glass, that's what it would look like. Dude, this stuff is so dense. It's like drinking a black hole. Which I'm thinking about doing right now. <laughs> Here we go. Sniff, sniff, sniff. Wow, that has a nice aroma to it. A lot of stuff oh. dancing around the old nostrils, folks. Wow. No, this ain't going to spit it up. Here he goes. Oh. <laughs> swallow. Swallow, oh, Ben. There goes a wasted video on my phone. <laughs> Nothing happened. Wow, that does not taste like beer at all. No. It tastes like delicious, some kind of a man. dessert drink mm. or something. Mm -hmm. It's very It's thick. very nice. It has yes. a nice coffee aftertaste to it. Mm -hmm. The cacao. The cacao and a little bit of coconut I'm, I'm yeah. tasting. 
And it's very thick and it's very smooth. Dude, you know what? It cuts through that dip that we're eating mm. like butter. It's got so much flavor. Yeah. It cuts right through the chipotle. It just That's right. It's holding its Damn, own. Damn, hell yeah. That's some powerful stuff. It's holding stuff. its own on my tongue against the chipotle. Is that like Ben holding his sauce. tongue against your... This is my fucking area. Okay. Your, <laughs> against your <laughs> nether regions? Very, very nice. Very cool. That was a good pick, Ben. Good job. Right, thank you. And that was out of the that blue. Ben wanted to uh, give us that pregame stretching mm. exercise. And I have to say, it was enjoyable. Like Kegel. Yes, Ben. You're... you're do you do Kegel yes. exercises with your mouth? Kegels for your palate. <laughs> Kegels for your palate. <laughs> Tasty. Anyway. He does, he does throat widening exercises. Ew. So look, this is the other song I was well, thinking. Like Tibetan throat singing. Speaking Arr. of tusks. You're listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. This is episode 21 the Beer Olympics round four Ooh. is tonight. We will oh, have yeah. a guest, Stacy Alexander. Stacy with an I will be joining us shortly and participating in round four of the Beer Olympics. This is the final round before the medal rounds. So this is also very new because we haven't had a guest judge. Mm, very, true. very true. So she is honored to be our very first guest judge. But I'm we sure are in no great. way prepared for her arrival. We're not prepared for anything. Because, of course, Dan is unprepared. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake, this again. It's like, uh, you guys are so jelly of me. Well, if you notice a recurring theme in your life, Dan, that's the time when you maybe need to make a change. Mm. Yeah, I should get new partners for this podcast. <laughs> guys who actually contribute besides Ben buying beer, that's about it. What is this shit? That's the Russian. That's the Russian beer that was on steroids that tested positive. Oh my god! So, so we have the Russians are in this round because wow. we have a Russian beer that tested positive. Yeah. So can we record this? Because COVID they or let her skate. Or They're going to let her enter wow. into the competition. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. As Olympic judges, we're going to have to taste it to yes. see if we have to disqualify it. Right. 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 And we have this backup Russian beer called Stalin's favorite. What the fuck is Privyet? Privyet. 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 It's a private stock. It's a Privyet. The cooler <laughs> is unprepared, Italian. so there's no more room in it. Yeah, because we can only fit so much in the holy Olympic bucket. How big is the cooler? <laughs> it's very it's small. It's like a shoebox? very small. Get the fuck out. Go get a cooler, you slimy bitch. <laughs> what happens in a bucket? I bought the bucket. It's right fucking next right to you. There. It only fits two Fosters, Ben. There's Why a bunch of Why don't you go Fosters. up and get ice for the bucket? And yeah, what the fuck's the wrong with you? Gotta be a little bitch all the time. Complain about it. Oh, the bucket's too leave, small. Right? Go ahead, Ben. Okay, I'm gonna go get ice. <laughs> go get ice oh, for the, the bucket. bucket's <laughs> too big. It only fits half a beer. Oh, wow, that's so good. Yeah. In Dan's defense, I was supposed to bring a big cooler, and I have About two months ago. <laughs> well, dude, my backyard is covered in snow, and one of my coolers Two is months filled ago? with ice. Yeah, that would be nice if we had a cooler with ice. Bitch! Filled with natural ice. Natural ice. All right. We have Ben upstairs getting ice for the cooler. Yeah. And I'd just like to say, that's why I was having dreams about him killing me, because I really want to kill him. You, you have know how dreams, feels? when you interpret dreams, they're not always what they obviously might be. Correct. 
That's why you're interpreting them. Yeah. So I'm interpreting. I think that I really just want to kill Ben. Hmm. And that's why I was dreaming oh, about so him Oh, so wait a minute, me. wait a minute, wait a minute. So you reversed it from you. Th see, we're going into your mind. Hear the music? Deep in Mark's thoughts. Because I've never wanted to kill anybody more in my entire life than I want to kill Ben. And I'm just but not But you're not the only it. one. A lot of people feel that way. I so get calls all the time. my is trying to fight itself and your inner turning evil it around. Mark, you're wrestling with the inner evil Mark. In my Mark, dreams, yes. The one that knows justice and knows what to do. You people out there listening, you don't understand. What a conflict that you're what dealing with. What we have to deal with on a daily basis. I tried to be nice to him. I couldn't do it. It's like Ben's rehab. I can't. It's impossible. I failed. Dan I want my money relapsing. back. Dude, I've been like written up by management. Home office is giving me shit. I'm not getting a raise. Why? Because I can't control my behavior. I can't stop. I just can't. I just, I just, it's a sickness. I can't stand the sight of him anymore. I don't think anyone can. And that smell, my God. Which I one? Have to sit He's next got to a him. wide variety of different odors. Which one are you talking about? It depends on which way the wind's blowing. What Wait, or else if he's first. blowing winds. <laughs> you know, I will say, though, it's like freezing in the bunker tonight. And you would think, as close as we are to the center of the earth, that it would be warmer. Keeps the beer cold. Yeah, that's we true. We don't have to go to 7-Eleven and get ice. You can't get the ice at a 7-Eleven here in Antarctica. Oh, wait. Not Antarctica. Give it away. Siberia. Siberia. How long does this fucking dumb goon need to get ice <laughs> oh speaking of which hi ben hey ben he's yeah. back with hey, a man. black bucket full of ice awesome water because i used up all the ice for the cooler yeah that's I awesome know. ben thanks ben, man ben was bringing the fucking russian army in they're invading the bucket that was really nice of you to do that man thank you ben thank you for pretending you're ukraine and letting everyone invade you a <laughs> wednesday night all right, so. Ben, you can serve yourself, get a plate. Yeah, and don't, don't be fucking dick. double dip. Okay? Yeah, I know. The fucking monstrosity. Stop it. <laughs> this beer is really good. <laughs> the round four of the Bear Olympics. And we have Stacey Alexander coming on the show. On the show. So buckle up, kids, and strap in. Can you hear us? Yeah. Good. Yeah, Yay. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we went to clown college to learn how to use computers. <laughs> Thank you. This is our crack technical I feel like team. I sat behind you in that class. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Not much. That's better. Living my best life. What a nice background you have. Look at that flowers and the, the fauna behind you. Oh, no, is that flora? Is that fauna? Flora. Immerse myself in the flowers. There you go. If it was fauna, would it be like a deer or something? That's a fawn. Oh. Anyway. Wait. Flora and fauna. Yeah. That's what you call a female deer, a fauna. And it's not... Fauna is like the animals? Is that what it is? No, no, no. Botswana. No, I thought the fauna was the animals and the flora is the plant life. Yeah. The greenery. Right now, I'm going to fill you in on what's going on. As opposed to La Fonda. La Fondue? LaFonda from, no, that Henry was LaFonda? from Napoleon Dynamite, the oh uncle's girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, LaFonda. She was great. I loved her. She was awesome. I love LaFonda. She broke my heart. <laughs> she did. I let her do it, though. I set myself up for disaster. It was a long-distance relationship. 
Oh boy, it's terrible. Anyway, all your all your relationships are <laughs> long distance. Yes, because there's a long distance between them. Oh, boom, boom. Oh. Yes. Mm. Thanks. Okay. Can you hear our sound effects? Yep. All right. Yep. Oh wow, we got this. This thing's running pretty good. Yeah. So you're uh, welcome. Our technical you had nothing to do with it. Audio visual guy from high school is here. The AV, the guy that used to push the the, the overhead projector yeah. into the classroom, and the uh, little oh, they're right here. <laughs> he lost his glasses and he's wearing them. Okay, so let's welcome to the show Stacy Alexander. Stacy with an I. Yay. Thank you. So is that? Uh, Time for me to respond to you. Thank yes, you. Absolutely. Oh, there you go. Everybody's really happy to see you. And you got and an unusually long applause break there. Mm. So people must yeah. really like what you're doing. So let's start off at the beginning. We've known each other for over how many years? Over 40 years. 40 years. Ben and I are Siamese twins once removed. Yes. We met Mark in school and then in we started a band together and we've been on and off together like a bad relationship ever since. We should we should call the podcast Drinking with Hispanics because they're from Colombia. No, I'm American. And I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> I was born here too. No, oh, there's no evidence that states a, that you were born here. Ongoing, you were both arrived here on a, on a hollowed out refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> we we paddled, have a refrigerator. Ben, we paddled. Come on, uh, Ben. He's in the computer field. Mark is in the uh, teaching field, and I do a whole lot of different things. I'm trying to reinvent myself now in life. This is my reinvention part two. That's actually one of the topics I'd like to talk about is reinventing yourself in this time of the pandemic and how so many people have found themselves doing just that because you're reflecting, you're thinking about your life, you're deciding that you hate what you're doing. You're reassessing your life. And that you could be gone in an instant, you know, from some crazy virus. And so you start to think, what do I really, really want to be doing? Or besides that, it's not just the the job itself. It's it's finding happiness. You know, you're only here for a limited time. You should have some happiness in your life. And I find that a lot of people are miserable in their day to day, and they take it out on the people that are close to them. Not necessarily on purpose, but it just comes out that way. Those people that are in your life, they see what happens to you when you're miserable, and that could be for a variety of different reasons, but. You like know, I am right now. Yeah, like he is because I'm 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 going off again. <laughs> Notice how we have a space background. Well, this conversation goes there. So I understand that. I would love for you to choose the first beer. So Stacy, because Dan was unprepared oh, and didn't please. have a list. <laughs> Threw you right under the bus. Oh. Stacy, I do it every week. He always does. Every week. So you got two of the four contestants that we I have? I got the Fosters. Oh, awesome. And then I got this one. What's that? That's the, the OK, beer. OK Polish beer. Oh, the OK, OK, oh, OK, OK. Fantastic. Yeah, nice. Wow. All right. You good get for extra you. points for finding that one. That was, yeah. uh, you know, we've been running out of countries because now we're in round four. So I, we had to pick something up. We only had Australia, the U.S., which was really hard to find a particular beer that represents the United States that isn't a craft beer. So we came up with Sam Adams. It's just the regular lager, so. They didn't have any Sam Adams when I went to the store. That's the one that they didn't have. That one okay. I've had before, though, so I was like, yeah. 
All right. But so what is your choice? Where, where do you want to start? Do you want Stacey? to start the pol- with the Polish beer or Australia? Yeah. You want me to? Yeah, let's sure. do yeah. that. Do you let's have do it that. too? Yeah, we yes. have it too. Oh, sweet. Yes. Are I we? Do you do any sort of like special cheers or anything well, when you guys drink? We played their uh, national, national anthem. anthem. So, well, Ben, open this. This is my job. Oh, my Stacey. God. This is you're what such I do. a ugh. We usually just do audio only, but um, okay. we can include some video, but that's really up to you. Okay, that's fine with me. I'm fine with it. All right. Because I want to tell you how much I love your Viper earrings. You want to Hey, those are cool, right? Yeah, those are really cool. Mm-hmm. My homegirl just made them and gave them to me the other day. Oh, she made them. Oh, they that, are that cool. makes them yes. even cooler. Very nice. Yeah. I knew a Viper once. I think uh, I was married to her, and then her. I wasn't. <laughs> so. <laughs> Bad Viper joke. I'm sorry for all the Vipers listening out there. I apologize. I wonder if that's a glimpse into Stacy's personality. You haven't even drank your chocolate stout oh, beer yet. The, this is our pre-warm-up beer. It was a stretch. Can you show her the bottle, Ben? Yes. That's the primer. And since I'm lagging behind, you, you, gotta, you have to bring it right to the. Yeah, I gotta bring it up. Bring it up to the camera. He is so inept. <laughs> We're firing you again. Trying there to get some go. talent. Cacao. Yeah. So it's a very chocolatey, very desserty kind of flavor to it. it has and nice, it has coconut in it as yes. well. Yes. It has. It's a, a very nice end of the evening kind of a beer yes. that you would have as a dessert, maybe possibly before mm. you know. But Dan's Dan's nipple fell off his glass, so he's taking extra long <laughs> to drink it. How okay. much do you drink when you're on this show together? Um, so we've been sampling four beers, you. four different beers, and we'll usually open one bottle and pass it around, taste it, go to the next, taste it, go to the next. And then after we've done uh, finished tasting all four beers, then we will pick the one we like the best and then finish whatever we have of that. So, oh, nice. um, And by the time we're done, we run out of beer and we'll drink something else. And then everybody walks out with a big smile on their face, and it's a good time. And that's really all it is. A lot of fun. We get to hang out together. I think we're crossing the line over into alcoholism because of the show. <laughs> but we have to explore how far we can go. Mm. But that'll be the next uh, phase of the podcast when we're all in rehab. And then that'll be, <laughs> okay. that'll be even funnier. <laughs> we'll be doing the drinking with friends in rehab. Let's oh. get into this. Wow. Let's hang. We're hanging with Stacy Alexander. Stacy with an I. Stacy, where can people find you? Because I've watched your episodes of Second Breakfast, and uh, it's a really cool combination of elements. So you want to tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So Second Breakfast is now getting pushed over to my Instagram platform, which is Stacy with an I, um, one, 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 one. And that's the handle. And I it came Stacy with an I because my sixth grade teacher used to call me. That's how you spell my name, S-T-A-C-I. My sixth grade teacher used to call me that a lot and it stuck with me over the years. I used to roll my eyes when she called me that. But then um, I think I was just saying on the last second breakfast in high school, there were four Stacys in my class and we were all together in history class and we all sat in the same row. So <laughs> oh my God. when we raise our hand, the history teacher would be like, Stacy with an eye. So it came back. And anyway, um, I think it was last year when I started to kind of push the first time I started to kind of push my business toward Instagram, that's when I changed the handle to that. Um, but it also kind of implies, you know, that 
um, the intuitive side of me that I'm really just throwing out my, my weird flag of like, yep, this is something that I do. This is something that I, this is who I am. I speak intuitively in spaces. I really don't plan on, um, that's why this kind of environment works for me so well, because it's just like, what's well, off the cuff, everything's mm-hmm, off the yeah. dome, whatever's coming out, is coming out. And I really have to sink into the trust of myself that I'm saying some stuff that will resonate with people, you know, or it's, it's for purpose, whether I know it in the moment, whether anybody else knows it, maybe it's something that'll kind of come back around later when you're doing something really mindless, you know, like driving or something (laughs) where you're like, Oh, I remember that thing that that girl said. And then it kind of starts to like, you know, trickle into your, into your, into your mind, into your heart um, that, you know, there's information there for you. If you feel activated, you know, or if you feel like real, like, huh, you feel the lit up by these words, know that the reason why is because a piece of this exists in you too, and you already have it. And so what I kind of do is tap in to people's heart spaces, you know, or, or their good feels mm-hmm. and kind of just speak to that space. So they come out and they, ha- they feel energized by the, by the time we're done, you know, these conversations. Sometimes it goes through some emotions in our conversations too. Um, that's one of my favorite things to talk about. So, mm-hmm. so that's where it is. And second breakfast is dope because that's new. And I've been jumping on lives for a couple of years just to express thoughts that showed up when I'm like, I got to get this out of my mouth. So I would jump on these lives with second breakfast. Um, and I called it that because I love breakfast, my favorite meal. <laughs> and by the time I would do all the rest of the morning things, we're not at lunch. So just second breakfast was like the weird thing that came out. But this time it's come with my other love, which is hip hop music. And um, so I play music. It's kind of like if I could DJ in my life, I would DJ, you know, so I'm like DJing this set. But then I'm also coming in here with some real deep, you know, conversation. Let's get real weird here. You know, you're talking Mm -hmm. about space like, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about let's talk about anything. I'll talk about anything. So it's just kind of whatever shows up for me intuitively. And then. They're, they're combined and it's turned into second breakfast and it's really fun. Cool. It's really fun to do. And I've only done a few, like mm-hmm. your, your podcast has been going on a lot longer than second breakfast has. But, um, I think the, fr- the first time I really rolled like in, like, I was just feeling good. That's mm-hmm. all it was. Like I walked in and I was like, here we are. We didn't even know what the setup was dude setting it up while I'm like getting it together and nothing. It was all off the cuff. Um, the second time I wrote down the day before, if the energy hits me, and I feel really, again, like lit up by the information. I'm like, oh, this is a good, I'll write it down. But then I left my whole, all my paper, everything at home. So I, I didn't have anything that I wrote down. So when I did it, when I filmed this past Monday, the same thing happened. The day before I was sitting there and I started to get all this like, oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. Um, you know, information kind of coming in. And I was like, well, let me write this down. And then from there, I look at it. You know, while I'm doing stuff here and there, but it's not, I'm not, if I put too much of my own brain into it, I get in my own way. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, but is it more like you put more of your your own emotion into it, whatever you're talking about? Yes. We don't really prepare that much. The chemistry of being in the same space at the same time really helps because we're very unique. And Mark is smirking. <laughs> well, only but, because it makes me think of the first couple of episodes we did, or actually recent episodes we did, where Dan went through the trouble of preparing a lot of notes. He did research on some of the subjects we were going to touch on. 
And I ended up, I think, throwing it on the floor or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So we, we... I think you rolled a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we, we like to have an outline or, or a kind of a direction, but we realized early on that we're not going to read off of a paper. We're not going to prepare stuff to, to say, but we're going to bring up a topic and we're just going to talk about it. Yeah. And uh, I that's like what I think I enjoy about your show the most is because Thank you. we're inundated with so much stimulus every day from everywhere so why not have it be something cool and fun and real that comes with some kind of spirit what i was just thinking when you were saying all the things that you're saying which i totally agree with everything you just said when you are trying to rely on your brain you're actually pulling from information from the past so you're actually going back into your little filing cabinets of all this information but when you're really present in the moment as you were saying that you are especially when the three of you are together now you're co-creating you're really taking it from here forward. You're coming up with new stuff right here on the spot. You're not going back into your old information. And I think that's what it is. Like, that's what you're talking about. So I think your what your structure is, that's what I, I do need some structure. Like I need a little bit more structure in what I'm offering, you know, like whether it's like breaking it up into bite-sized pieces, which it'll be broken up later. But mm -hmm. um, when I do it live, like this 15 minutes, I'm going to concentrate on this or this, whatever. Um, and maybe, maybe kind of start there, but I don't want to limit myself. You know what I mean? And I know that I know how my brain works and I know what I do and I know I'll go back and, and I'll start overthinking it. And then I'm like, Oh God, that's not going to work, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, my brain tells me that's really unhelpful to the process. It's kind of creation. like flying by the seat of your pants, whatever happens, happens and that's it. But it, it works because we have a certain comfort with each other because we've known each other for so long. It just flows and comes out, and we have a really good time. And when yeah. I'm teaching my students, um, I at try where, to spend, Where do you teach? Who? What? Oh, you can find me at MarkZDrums.com. <laughs> Invest in your future greatness. <laughs> we always and plug them. Always plug. the shameless plug. When, when I talk to my <laughs> students, it's a lot about being creative, being in the moment. I'll put on a song for them to play. I teach uh, the drums. And I'll put on a song for them to play, and they'll look at me, and they'll go, I, I don't know the song. I don't know what to do. And I say, don't worry about it. You do know what to do. Just listen, feel it, and do whatever you do. And a lot of times that ends up having them finding the beat and the, the, the pulse of the music and getting into it. And then we can do the technical stuff. Well, this is what you're supposed to do. Um, but first, it's about feeling the music. And that's what I like to teach my students first. Well, you know what you were just talking about before when you set this whole, whole thing up and you were saying something along the lines of um, adults, uh, we're all walking around right now like miserable and just trying to like pivot in life and figure out what's going on. What you're, what you're talking about being present and then what we're also discussing about living in the past essentially, you know, this, these creative, uh, these energies are, they kind of battle each other. It's hard to be creative if you're still living in the past, right? Or if you're still trying to be in your mind, which essentially mm. is in the past, because you're going back in your filing cabinets again to figure mm. out all the information that you already have. So it's it's not they don't they're not coexisting. So we have to really try to figure out a way, right? Figure out a tool that brings you back to the moment right now with the three of you together. That's what brings you into this space. You know, you've got tons of things that your mind is thinking about all the time. All the loops that we all stop. take. <laughs> right, it doesn't stop. 
if it did, you're dead. Like yeah. we don't want you to die. So like, mm-hmm. we're happy that you still have your thoughts, you know? Thanks. However, <laughs> are they helping you with your creativity? Probably not. So it's a totally different. So I speak a lot of like when it comes to energetics, but I try to take, make it tangible mm-hmm. um, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach. I'm a healer. I'll, I'll claim that right now. I, I believe people heal themselves. I think I'm an assistant to healing, but we'll just so say. So you're a healing facilitator. Yeah, absolutely. I hold okay. your hand. Like I'll be right yeah. here. You're good. But that so also brings up themselves. another thing that you're involved in Reiki and, and you do that. So that's hands-on therapy, I guess you would call it right now. Yeah. As far as that goes, because I found it to be very interesting. I haven't experienced it, but through uh, word of mouth from people I know who have encountered it, it's hands-on healing. So it's more tantric. It's not just about, but it's deeper than that. It's not just, if you could explain it, that'd be awesome. Because again, I haven't participated, but I'm very curious about it. And I'd like to, because I've heard really good, positive things about it from the people I know who have had it. Totally. So Reiki is one of the things that changed my life. Honestly, it was like probably one of the catalysts into my, my awareness journey, figuring out that I really was not very cool with who I was being some years ago, you know, who I was showing up as. And so I started to do talk therapy and then I started to do Reiki and Reiki is Ray stands for spirit and key is chi or energy. So you're really working with your own energy and a practitioner basically provides safe space for you to start your wheels of energy moving again and the wheels of energy and this is what i was about to say it's like uh, you could take it as spirituality you can also take it as science how about we merge the two together it's spirituality and science hand in hand think about it this way so though some of this might sound like real woo woo and out there this is actually science now that proves everything that i'm talking about so it's not just me making up stuff right mm-hmm. so you know, these wheels of energy that exist in your body, they, they're everywhere. Lots of energy. Um, you have um, seven main ones. We'll say right now there's more, but we'll just say seven. Um, Joe Dispenza's is eight. There's another one that's above your head. But you have these wheels of energy in your body um, that are either like moving and grooving and like helping you out. Or they're like real slow, stagnant, not moving to the capacity that they could be. Okay. <laughs> And, and they could be, they could be, uh, they could be held up for multiple reasons, not just like one thing that's going to screw you up. Okay. So, but when that happens, when your wheels of energy are not, you know, spinning or working for you or in, in full capacity to assist you to into alignment with yourself, um, your energy shrinks, you know, your, your little auric field that's around your body kind of pulls in, it's kind of tighter. It's a lot less light. So Reiki is a relaxation um, and it's not always, doesn't always turn out, but this is the best way that I can describe it from, from my firsthand when I take clients. Okay. So it's a deep relaxation. Some of these people have not allowed themselves to relax in who knows years, maybe. So they go and they lie on a massage table. It's not massage. I'm not massaging. And I don't even have to place hands. I ask if they want it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just above, right? But it's really like it's almost as if I'm allowing them to channel themselves and I'm just a vehicle, like a conduit, basically. I'm the conduit. Think of it as like your body. If you were lying on the table, you're the toaster and I'm the plug. If you're not plugged in, your toaster ain't toasting. So Mm -hmm. I come in and plug you in. And suddenly, you know, people get off the table and it's it it depends. It can be really quick. It can be long. It just depends. 
um, they get off the table. If they were quiet before, suddenly they're real chatty. Like mm. they got all kinds so of things you to say. Unleash the energy inside them. Now, pretty it, much. It, but it's not me; it's them. Okay, so yeah. you help them to let that energy yes. flow. And is it mm. categorized as positive energy and negative energy? There is no positive or negative when it comes okay. to energy. Energy is nor not created nor destroyed. That's a really good question, though. So Thanks. there is no, yeah, totally. Because a lot of us, we feel more comfortable with the judgment of this is good and this is mm -hmm. bad, or this is positive, this is negative. It's well, actually just all, it's all moving. So what happens is a lot of these things that kind of interfered with the energy naturally moving will show up from the subconscious into the conscious mind. So people, you know, come off the table. Sometimes they cry because they're just, you know, they've been holding on to these emotions. They didn't even know they were holding on to mm -hmm. until this very moment. And they're like, I don't know why I'm crying, you know? And I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. You've got energy moving happening now. And then once they get it out, it, sometimes it's just them speaking their truth. Sometimes they cry. Sometimes they shake their body out. They need to have a somatic experience with it, mm -hmm. like in, in their own, you know, uh, being in control kind of way. It depends. Um, sometimes they skip out the door. Sometimes they slouch out the door. Sometimes they're cold. Sometimes they're hot. I mean, it just depends on the person and what they're going through. But inevitably, you know, a day or two later, I'll get these messages and they're like, dude, like I haven't felt love like this in a really long time. And I'm like, yeah, cause it's you, like you found your love for you again through this session. And, and ultimately they signed the contract to, to, to meet themselves in that way when they call, you know, when they make mm -hmm. the call or when they come in the door, well, they isn't that automatically the, the energy shifts. Isn't so that I'd the hardest again? part to make that first step? Absolutely. Isn't that the hardest ourselves. part with anything? Yeah, to do something good for ourselves, to take care of ourselves. Because That's the, the way we're part. set up, like you were saying, to take care of yourself, we're not as a society set up to take care of ourselves. We're right. set up to take care of family or the business or whatever career goals we have. But we tend to forget that we have to take care of ourselves individually, you know, but you try to, you know, find a different way to get your happiness out, really. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because we don't have training in that. Who do you go see? Exactly. Well, you come see me, but okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I yeah? feel the need to take care of myself right now. <laughs> uh -huh. How is that? Pop that beer, Stacey. Oh, yeah. oh. <clears throat> wow, getting we're getting thirsty. very philosophical and now we're he's gonna, getting thirsty. Yes. Okay. Oh. Are you ready? It smells like a can. All right, no, Ben. Now, <laughs> ben is the one that describes the beers. Yeah, and he reads the labels for us. He's very talented. Oh. And he has he has a <laughs> he, he has how can I put it? I showed I showed the same <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. Mark. I showed the same message okay. to both of my partners saying I, I hate, hate him. him. <laughs> so there's a lot of hate going on. <laughs> yeah. But, go but ahead, I also ben. want to touch on something that she said before because no, I never no, get no, a word do in this one. first. Okay, so we have the premier. <laughs> <laughs> he already screwed it up. Okay. It's the premium export <laughs> lager from 1845 Okosim. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. It's underneath the label. Uh, the main uh, label that says Okosim is uh, OK Beer. Do you have the same thing, sort of, kind of, maybe? Yeah, nice. it's OK so they're, they're, Beer. OK, 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 oh, OK, no. OK. That's my That's little theme, theme song. That's a theme song. We need the national anthem for what country, Ben? This beer is from Poland. Poland. Ah. Okay. Since we don't have it. 
accepting the award on behalf of Poland <laughs> will be. <laughs> wow. Who? Wow. It is 5.6 alcohol by volume. Just out of curiosity, who's in charge of the national anthems? Uh, that the would people be in the country that live in it. Not the people who wrote them. But now that we're stretching to no, help here you Ben are. out. That's it. All right. Go ahead, Ben. You can, you can stretch ask your question or All right. make your point. This is called O Poland. Okay. This is the Polish National Anthem? Yes. Land? Go ahead, Ben. What did you want to okay. say? Okay. So back to what you were saying, you know, um, letting yourself be free. And no one cares, Ben. <laughs> no one cares. Thank you. You are so mean, and you're taken away from his flow. He had that positive vibe going, and you stepped on it. You're so not so nice. So I walk out of here crying. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Please continue. Come on, be honest. You wake no, up not, crying. I'm not going to talk now. <laughs> you wake up crying. <laughs> Can we take a taste? Let's take a taste. Okay. What are, what are you getting in your olfactory senses, Stacy? When you bring the beer are up you? to... I love that. Why is that cup so small? Is that like espresso? Yes. Mm-hmm. This it's a polite taste. Here we go. What do you think? Mm. I smell the Swiss beer in my glass. That's yeah, that's what it's I a little smell. flowery. <laughs> Stacy's face. <laughs> when I told Ben that no one cares. Yeah, and I played like, all the sound oh. effects. Oh, her God. eyes got wide. Her mouth dropped open. <laughs> but anyway, I mean to Ben, I do this once a show at least. Oh, more than once. To him. And I fall for it every time. 40 years. Over 40 years falling for that. We only stopped caring recently, Ben. <laughs> oh, this is good. Is yeah. it? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Hold right. on a sec. So mm. here we go. That is very good. I like this. I like this. It reminds me wow, of something. Wow, it's pretty good. It really is. It's not bad at all. Reminds Could be a little, a little bit colder. Of Stella. A little Stella? bit of Stella. Stella. Mm. A it's very crisp it's nice you know it doesn't have a bad aftertaste usually we rate the beers on a scale of one to ten so would somebody like to give their first vote on the beer well first i need to explain that it's a 5.6 abv stacy is somebody who takes care of herself, right? Yes. It's important. So I like to tell the people the nutritional value of oh, the beers. Oh, the fat content, oh. carbs, mm-hmm. that yeah, we all are that good stuff. tasting. Oh, I don't see anything. Product of Poland. Okay, it didn't expire. Because <laughs> I bought it. It I, must I be expired. That. Apparently, the one. Polish sorry, right. don't really care what... <laughs> Is in it. <laughs> They're warning. No. Yeah. Warning. Anything on the can, Stacy? No, there's nothing here. All right. Made from stuff, and you'll like it. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to I all do. of our You're listeners. Right. Yeah, it's good. I actually enjoy it. It's pretty it good. Is good. Do you so, have any parallels? Maybe what it reminds you of, or something you've had before? No, to be honest with you, um, after I got COVID in August, and I lost my sense of smell oh, no. and oh. taste. And it's never come back fully and completely. So everything tastes different these days. Mm. And it's it's interesting. And so I was really upset about it one day because one would be. But they're like, yeah. I want things to taste the way they used to. 
But then I was like, you know what, Cece? For some reason, you're supposed to interpret this life a little bit differently now. So, and it's true, I do. Like, um, um, like alcohol tastes pretty much the same, but I can't tell, like, I can't compare this to anything anymore because I don't know what stuff tastes like. Right. But there's um, like soda. When I drink soda now, which is not often, but I do, mm-hmm. I can taste the clove in it like big time. It's mm. very potent. It's almost like wow. I'm not drinking the same drink that anybody else is. It's real weird. What's your so, favorite soda? Uh, ginger ale. Does that count? Because we just happen <laughs> oh, to have wow. some right here. Wow. Oh, we, we all like ginger ale. It's all, it's all good. Here, it's catch. so good. <laughs> It's funny because it's so good. It was the medicine, the universal medicine when you mm-hmm. were a kid with a stomach yeah. ache. Right. Drink ginger ale. Meanwhile, it's like I'm allergic. Yeah. So what? Drink it. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we all grew up on drinking ginger ale to right. make you feel better. And I never really liked it because in the context of when I always drank it, I always felt crappy, so I never liked it. And then recently, a few years ago, I had some and I realized it's one of the most delicious sodas there is. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking out to be health conscious, you just have the Diet Ginger Ale and Captain Morgan. That's a pretty good drink, (laughs) believe it or not. I agree. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. I love Stacy because she's all in with the beer tasting, right? We're going to get to the scores in a minute. But I just want to point out that she bought a giant can of this Polish beer. (laughs) And she's almost done with it. Cheers, cheers to you. Cheers. (laughs) And she has... The giant version of the next beer we're going to try. Yeah. But before we get to that, let's, let's give it a go rating. ahead and rate. We're rating on a scale of one to ten. You can do half points if you like. We'll let our guest go first. Stacy, what are you rating on a scale oh, of one to shoot. ten? Oh shoot! Um, I'm going to go with an eight because wow. I don't have anything wow. to compare it to right now. But okay. it is That's really high delicious. marks. That's a high there mark. You go. That's a high mark, and that's good because you left room in case something. Is better. That comes or along worse. is better. Very good. That's a Thanks. seasoned judge right there. Mm-hmm. Not like us. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, the judge, Mr. Miyagi, do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can see this up there. No, it's you just, have to go all the way up to the camera. You can make me go all the way up to the camera. The camera. Don't 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 we could say what it is. Don't make that it's man get up every single time. And it's not necessary. He's a, he, There's it's a lot of sick. things that he doesn't do, like get up. He just likes to sit in one place all day. That's his thing. There it is. There it <laughs> is. Looks like the letter A. <laughs> you turn it around, Ben. Could be a correct. Yeah. Could be a nine. But it's a six. Six. But it's a six. Mark. Good. Stacy's coming in as the moral compass of the show. Yes, we have Putting me in check because I'm usually the big jerk of the show. So Stacy's putting me in check. Don't make that man get up every time. Well, I'm going (laughs) to. He usually rinses out everybody's glass between rounds, too. But, you know. But little do we know he spits in our glasses. So, yeah, yeah, I'll be right back, guys. The judge from America. That would be me. That would be me. That would be me. (laughs) (laughs) What part of America? Wow. I gave it a 6.5. Very nice. Very nice. And, by the way, that's going to get boosted in the edit and repeated. That would be me. That would me. <laughs> yeah, my faux pas. Whatever I make a mistake, which is very rare. Or I do make them, but they don't catch it. So he'll replay it, edit it, and when he finds something I misspoke or said wrong, 
he turns up the volume on it and loops it. So <laughs> it'll be repeated a few times. It's the only fun I have in editing this show because sometimes we go two, three hours. And Without it's a just, problem. It's so much fun to do, but that brings me extra happiness. Okay. so Very good. I like this. Mark, what, that did was you, good. what did you give it? Oh, I didn't give it a rating. I'm going to no. give it a six. You don't hold up the card. No, he's too good to hold up the card. He's there you go. Wait, here it is. <laughs> there it is. That's a six. That's stop. a five. Oh, you stop. That's an eleven. You know, you're so. Ben ugh. will pick them up. Don't worry. You know, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't like that. That's very mean. <laughs> so Stacy gave it an eight. Yes. Ben gave it a. Give it a six. I gave it a six point five. And Mark. Six. Okay, so that's that round. You want to tally that up now while we're at it? You know what? Let Ben do it. He's an accountant. Oh, my father was an accountant, not me. It runs in the family, my friend. <laughs> You're very good with numbers. <laughs> very good. Australia is next, and it's the world-famous Foster's. Australian for beer. It's made from real kangaroos. Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Look how big it is. Yes. Compared That's to oil what can. she said. Hey. And here they are. Fantastic. Twins. Look at that. Stacy's got the oil can ready to go. But Foster. you don't have to drink Australian the whole thing. for beer. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. <laughs> That's the rules of the Beer Olympics. You can never tell another person what to do, Mark. <laughs> Stacy, oh. are you at home right now? <laughs> no, she's yes. driving okay, to a secret good. location. Very good. <laughs> this way she's safely at home no matter what happens. Correct. We are safely in our underground bunker. Yes, deep in the heart of... Which is freezing cold because yes. it's in... I'll tell you, because you're a special guest, it's in Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very cold down here. Yeah, but we're closer to the Earth's core, so we survive. <laughs> That's the reason why. Oh, and again, Dude. lagging behind. Because I'm doing production work. Dan. There we go. Oh, yeah. We're, Jimmy got in here somehow. What? So, as you can see, Dan did some really nice research. I did. I had no idea that you are a Reiki practitioner. Can I call you a master? Are you a master? If that's what they, that, the level that I'm at, they do actually consider it a master, yes. Wow, that's awesome. So now, getting back to that, in, in martial arts, you go to a dojo, or you train with your Sifu or your uh, sensei. sensei, whatever the art is. Yeah, that's Tai Chi. Tai Chi. I thought that was Red Lobster. <laughs> anyway. Seafood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks, Mark. Okay. Anyway, do you have a certain person that you went to to learn? And how do you get, I guess, to the rank of master? How does that work? So the interesting part about, yes, yes, I did. I had a teacher that I went to. Now, when I look around, there are a lot of different teachers around. And now... Master really just in, and says that you can turn around and teach it to others. You come to the level where you put in these hours and you've done your, they call them attunements, where you attune to the energy of what, what it is we're talking about. Um, but the, the interesting thing about Reiki is that it is, it is one of the healing arts that is not, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? There is no like 
board of Reiki practitioners, mm-hmm. right. which is cool and then not cool at the same time. But it's cool because the idea was when we um, won, oh, I don't want to mess this up. Okay, so when we won um, Pearl Harbor, all right, when we um, took over, mm-hmm. we it's a Japanese healing art. And so the Japanese wanted to maintain this healing art that they did and they didn't want it to be Americanized. They didn't want it to be taken and made into um, something that it wasn't because Mm -hmm. they saw the power in it for so long. And so it became this underground like style of working with people. And that's what it's been for a really long time. It's just, we've done it. A lot of people have done it. Um, And you can think about it. it, It's you were talking about placing hands, you know, it's, it's healing touch and Mm -hmm. that, that conversation shows up in a lot of different places in a lot of different ways, you know? So whether you know it or not, you know, you, you may have done it before to someone, even unknowingly given them Reiki, meaning like say a child falls down and hurts themselves, you know? So first thing you do, you put your hand over where they fall and you're like, Oh, are you okay? You know, and you start to give them that love. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing. You know, this is just kind of giving you a lot more information, tuning you in. You can, I can pick up the frequency quicker um, I can tap into it quicker, you know, than I, than I would have been able to before, but it's really, um, it's, it all depends on the person. So I did have a teacher. I don't speak to that individual anymore. It's the same with all teachers out, out through that space mm-hmm. and moved on to different teachers. That's now, all. is that something that's acquired or do you have that inherently and they teach you how to tap into it? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like, um, it's not like you couldn't do it because you were like you, you all three of you could, anybody yeah. can, anybody can learn what it is, what it, what it does, how you feel. Um, anybody can experience it as long as they're open to it mind wise and heart wise, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, because it does, it can get real like far out there. You know, people see stuff on the table sometimes when they're in a deep meditation or they're receiving Reiki and they come out of it and they're like, dude, I'm so glad that you told me that this could get real weird. Cause it got real weird. And I'm like, wow. yep. Sure can. So same with your dreams; they get weird. Oh, we'll talk about that. I have a friend who um, swears by Reiki and says Mm -hmm. it's changed her life. I had an experience many years ago when I was at a retreat and I had a hands-on healing. I experienced some Reiki. I went through some emotions having to do with my father. A lot of stuff came out. I felt from the top of my head something draining out of me and then out of my feet and whether it was anxiety or stress or tension or whatever it was i just felt it come from the top of my head out of my feet into the ground and it was gone you literally like drained your nervous system is what you did there was something there that you were holding on to that your nervous system was like and release let it go i can go and you let it go into the earth and that's the beautiful thing about the earth that's another tool you can put into your tool belt is called earthing or grounding or walking outside just walking just walking just Mm -hmm. putting your feet on the earth it helps if it's if they're barefoot so you can really connect to the the magnetic energy of the earth um because it's it's there it's 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 there whether or not we want to acknowledge it or not and so you really just kind of gave it back and that's where we can then practice gratitude for that kind of stuff because we're like oh i feel a whole lot better now Mm -hmm. you know so then you're like thank you thank you for taking that from me 
you know, into the earth and allowing it to transmute into whatever it's transmuting into. So what you're talking about, I totally understand that. I've had that experience myself in, in different ways. So that's really cool. And I ended up sitting in a chair, almost like falling back into a chair, feeling almost unable to move. I was so relaxed. And there were people around me, friends of mine, and they were looking at me like, are you okay? And I couldn't speak. I just couldn't move. I couldn't speak, but it was okay because I was in such a state of relaxation. It's something I'll never forget. Really, really That's dope. cool experience. What a beautiful experience. Is that part of the bigger picture? And by that, I mean, besides Reiki, then does yoga come into it? Does meditation, is that another component of it? Sure. I mean, think about it as like Reiki is a tool in your tool belt. Mm -hmm. Same with yoga. Yoga is a tool in your tool belt. Same with meditation. It, it can be a tool in your tool belt. So it's like if you're feeling out of alignment, meaning like you're feeling like you're having this wacky day where you just are having a hard time being you and you realize that there's something like what is going on, you reach into your tool belt to pull out a tool to help you in that moment so that you can get maybe it helps you get centered again. Maybe mm. it helps you make it through the meeting that you have to go to or the conversation that you're about to have, you know, right. um, breath work. The, the cool thing about yoga, which is something I didn't realize until a couple of years ago, is that yoga is not just about moving the body. That's only one. They, they consider it eight limbs. So there's a bunch of different things that come along with yoga. Asanas or poses is just one part of it. So, you know, there's, there's a lot more to it. So that's, that's a lot of tools in your tool belt. And the Reiki, um, and I was talking about the energy wheels, mm -hmm. the, in yoga, um, in Sanskrit, they're called chakras. So if you've ever heard that word before, mm -hmm. that's what it is. That's just used, it's just in a different language, you know. Oh, or is that similar to the culture. meridians, seven meridians? Sure. So the, yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the meridians heard. also are uh, associated with each organ, major organ in the body. Right. Mm, so like okay. sometimes the, the stagnant energy can show up in an organ somehow, some way, right. You, you've got a pain in your, whatever, you've got this growing in here, whatever. So it's, it's not necessarily like the, it's the organ. It could be the energy channel that's flowing to the organ that's right. not moving along. So it really is Reiki breath work, yoga, moving your body, dancing it out, wiggling, rolling around the floor. I mean, these are all tools that you can have for your tool belt. So it's not like only one is going to say, you know, it's just like mm -hmm. at this point, I just gather more tools because yeah, they're all saying the same thing. Reading about you, you're a dancer. You teach dance to children. Thank you for asking about them because they're my favorite people on the planet. Oh, yeah. Um, they're working with kids is really dope. It's something that I've always held really close to my heart. Mm -hmm. But the more I the more years I've done it, the more I understand my purpose in it. And um, dance is something that I, I haven't been able to get away from. I've just been a dancer my whole entire life. And I've tried to quit probably like six times, like, and I'm done. Like, it's time to get a big girl job and do big girl things or whatever I told, whatever story I told myself. And I end up right back in it again. And I'm like, what, what is it? But a couple of years ago, I outgrew the dance scene and I realized that it just didn't, it didn't fulfill me anymore. I didn't feel like I was adding value. And I also didn't feel like it was adding value to me. So, but I didn't want to stop completely, but I just know I didn't fit in there anymore. And what it's turned into, because I started, I started, I rented out a spot. I had some students that followed me from some other places, which again, I really was like, not trying to do this, but they, they were like asking me, like, mm -hmm. where are we dancing? What's going on? And I was like, I guess I'll 
do something. So I, like I said before, my, I have, I have a background, in a lot of different styles of dance, cultural technique, whatever, um, which are great. And then I have my love for hip hop dance, which started probably about 15, 20 years ago, which I didn't even realize I was doing for a long time until I started to learn the foundation styles of hip hop movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and was like, Oh, this is amazing. Now I can go into schools and work with kids and speak the language to them and even teach them about what it is that they, they do on TikTok videos or whatever. So, um, hip hop is kind of where I stayed because I thought, well, this, I get to create how I want to. Whereas, you know, when it comes to ballet, I'm not really creating unless I'm choreographing. And that was very rarely. So with this, I can move however I want to and I can choose music and it's just a creative space for me. And then what it started to turn into, which I realized over COVID because right, because everything you had to pivot then had Mm -hmm. to pivot. I also, um, at the same time, had my first major injury that I've ever had in my whole career and I blew out my ACL. Oh yeah. That was a bummer. Um, and it, it did it in front of a crowd of 250 people for oh. my first show, my company coming out, you know I mean? Like, look who we are. And then I take my own oh. leg out. So that was huge. And it was really like a, a moment of like, what do I do? Because now I'm, I'm scared, right? This is this is the first time I've been scared about not being able to move and um, just really had to sit. It was a way of, you know, the world, the earth, this life experience to like sit down, Stacey, <laughs> sit down. So I was like, all right, now I'm sitting. So I had surgery and then I had five weeks after surgery, I could start walking again, which five weeks of healing. That was like, honestly, a personal health for me. But then after the five weeks, everything shut down. So now everyone's sitting down and I'm like, well, now what, you know, I'm not even sure what to do. And so I just started holding these sessions online. Whoever showed up, showed up. And half the time I'm not even dancing. I'm just talking, I'm speaking Mm -hmm. and they're all dancing on the other side. It was just like this. We're on zoom, you know, and there, and it's a whole nother level because I'm not teaching how I normally teach because there's a delay. There's Mm -hmm. a small delay between the music and my words and my movement. And so that was frustrating. So I got to figure out a whole other way to teach. But now I'm watching these people and I'm like, they're in their homes, whether it's kids or adults, because I did both at the time. Mm-hmm. They're in their homes. So they're in their safe space already. They can even turn off the screen if they want to. So they're even safer. But I'm just kind of like guiding these movement sessions that are happening. And ever since then, it just kind of unraveled into I still do that. I do that sometimes with the schools. I do it with families online. But then I started to take it back into the schools again. And then I started my own company. And it's all through the the, the um, vehicle of dance, right? That's what everybody signs up for. But ultimately, what they get when they come here is a totally different experience. I'm not running it like a studio. I sort of do. But the classes are extended time. Um, we do an hour and 15-minute sessions, um, me and the kids, depending on the age. And we dance. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes we dance a lot. Sometimes we dance a little. But I'm really checking in on everybody, you know, like I want them to feel safe in the space. I want Mm -hmm. them to feel safe in their bodies and I want them to express themselves. So sometimes it's like, how y'all doing today? And they're like, we're not good. You know, and then I'm like, "Okay, tell me what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's just speaking. So it's energy movement, but in a different form and it's healing and it's a community. So there's all these like big, big things for these kids. That's a good point you brought up about community, especially now with kids being so isolated, not just because of COVID, but just, I guess, being playing video games and stuff like that, they don't have that interaction with their peers. So when they're in a room together and they share that experience, 
that must be a, a big help for them to cope with relationships with people, their bodies, you know, being comfortable. And that's the biggest part, that comfort level that they get from interacting with other people doing the same thing, having a good time together. Yep. Not like this Absolutely. podcast, yeah. but, no. you know. Well, it it <laughs> also right. sounds and seems like you're a person that um, I feel like as a society and maybe across the world, we've gotten so far away from walking barefoot on the ground, being connected to the earth. We're so far pulled away from, you know, our roots, who we are as human beings, the planet, and so into all this other stuff that what you're talking about, like just easy communication with people, which is another thing, everybody's pulled back. They text each other. They don't talk on the phone. They don't talk in person. So it's almost like, you know, you're pulling people back to the basics. Like this is who we are as people at our core. And these are the things that we've forgotten about. Almost like we're in this kind of a sleep and we need to wake up and remember that that's who we are and that's where we come from. Exactly. Well said, sir. It's exactly right. I became aware of you online when you were doing your lives on Facebook. I was really pulled in by the things you said and the posts that you made because they were very well thought out. You're really writing from your heart and you're a beautiful dancer because you've also posted videos of yourself just doing your thing and feeling it. And that's really a beautiful gift that you have. Thank you. Well, now I have pop to that Foster's yeah. open. I have to take dance lessons soon, so just let you know. <laughs> but no, you, I do, you, know, why? you do for my daughter's quinceanera. Okay. Excellent. Let's do the Fosters. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little something about the Fosters while Dan prepares the Australian national. It was anthem. founded in Australia. It was found oh. or founded? Founded. Okay. Founded over 125 years ago, during the summer of 1888, the Foster Brothers gave the thirsty people of Melbourne their first taste of true refreshment. Can you just minimize that window and have it like kind of in the corner? Uh, and what do we have in the back here? We have it's a lager beer, brewed in package under. No, that's not good enough. Serving size. Do we want this? Or you want to read the serving size? It doesn't Let's see. the alcohol by volume. No ABV, huh? I didn't see it. It's on the side somewhere. Okay. 12 fluid ounces will give you two servings. There's 5.0% ABV. Wow. One serving will give you 146 calories, 11.2 grams of carbs, zero fat, and 1.1 gram of protein. Wow. I'm That's impressed. That's the Fosters. Yeah, very healthy. Easy. Right, Stacy? Very <laughs> yeah. healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All righty. All right. Let's go right out of the can. Okay. And Jimmy again. Where's the fader for that? No, you got a fader on there. Oh, all right. So hold on. Again, this happened. <laughs> That's Okay. Let's just Our do this. Crack Let's just do this. Team, hard Cheers. At work. Here we go. The sniff test. Mm, it smells like a regular Budweiser, to be honest with you. <laughs> you sm Did you taste it? Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? It's a little bit better than Bud. Yeah, it is better than Bud. Does that make it good though? 
No. I like it. It's not bad, to be honest with you. Okay. I can taste it more yeah, than I could taste this one. Yeah, I'm going to punch Ben. Just so I you know. noticed Stacy was taste testing between the two, the <laughs> yeah. Polish and the Australian, cleansing the palate for the Australian beer. <laughs> She's good. You fit right in. You're going to be a regular on, go. on the show. Yeah, here we go. This is the appropriate song for Ben. This is Ben's theme song. It's banned in Australia, though. Stacey's vibing. She's liking it. All right. At first, I really didn't like this song, but after I heard it a thousand times because yeah, Ben plays it over and over and over, I kind of got hooked. Man. Okay, okay, ben, okay, can you okay, talk okay, a little okay, bit okay, about okay. the artist? Yes, this is uh, Tyler, the creator. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused yeah. with Ben, the complicator. Tyler, the creator. He actually had like multiple projects happening and running around and doing stuff. And uh, a lot of it was music, but it just didn't take off. A lot of people liked his artwork, and he put that under Tyler the Creator. Okay, 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 okay. So it became Tyler the Creator. So a lot of people enjoyed that. So he kept that name, Tyler the Creator, to bring those fans over. So marketing 101. Yep. All right. Okay. So I like that sugar honey ice tea. I said a lot to the kids. You know, Stacey, you were talking about pivoting, and um. Leaving dancing, getting drawn back in. Now you're back into into dancing in sort of a different capacity, right? Um, same thing happened with me. I've been teaching drums to kids for a long time, actually, all ages. And um, recently, I got a job as a band director at a different school, where I'm now working with two groups of kids, two bands, two guitars, bass, drums, vocals. And we are working on cover songs. We're putting together set lists. I'm teaching them how to map songs and uh, do arrangements. And hopefully they'll let us write some music. Um, because I have a lot of experience being in bands my whole life and everything. And it's something I've always wanted to do. So I find myself now moving in a different direction within teaching, within music. And it's it's been pretty incredible. So sometimes we do. We need to pivot until we find something that really works for us. I've also been doing yeah. voiceover for a while, and the podcast thing is a different thing, but it's kind of in the same realm, and I'm really, really enjoying the whole podcasting thing, you know? So it's just another area that I'm like, wow, this is kind of in the same place, but it's but it's even better, you know? So sometimes we have to find those different paths. See, now, well, I'm thanks. sorry to interrupt, but the music that's playing now is another one of Ben's favorites. It's from his home country. It's not Colombian. Neither are you. You're from Mexico, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ben's like a, an expensive Mexican avocado. Yes. <laughs> but, but he's one that no one wants. So I'm brown. He's a little brown oh. on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you think it's funny. Go ahead. You need to be a part of the show. Go ahead. 
But you brought up a, a great point. So anyway, Stacy, what I wanted to say to you was... Mark, Mark behave. It's like Lucy man. holding the football for Charlie uh, Brown. There's, there's something very appealing about that. So I will. Thank you. I will. Go ahead, Ben. Mm -hmm. You were saying something about being creative and not going back into, you know, this filing cabinet that we have. And it's funny because um, I'm in a new band right now and we were looking for songs. So I was just like, you know, I got some great songs from way back in the day, man. I love these tunes. And yeah, it just didn't go right. And then I said, you know, taking something from from your playbook without even knowing it's your playbook, I said, you know, I, I really have to get out of my comfort zone and, and just write something that's completely different, That something that, you know, is just what we're vibing with right now that also is a part of me that has my personality in it. And I brought those songs down. And we're going to be debuting that song Friday night. Friday night. Where Excellent. Then? We will be at Bartini's in Babylon train station. Not train station, but it's the right town of Babylon. Babylon. Train station. The town of Babylon. It's right by the train station. He's playing locomotive. And, station. and again, mm -hmm. it, we come down to another rehearsal and the singer is just like, well, here's the melody. Give me a bass line. I'm like, what? I've never done this before. And we wrote a couple of songs that way too. So coming out of your comfort zone. And I think something that I, while doing all this, I was, dare I say, researching and, and looking into some things and, and listening to different music, I came across um, this uh, YouTube thing where a guy was talking about having bands, you know, when you come in to record, you know, you better be prepared and, and do this and it, because it's just going to save you money in the long run. And don't come in with the same breakdown. He says, you want to get out of your comfort zone. And I'm like, Boom! That's what I want. That's what I want to do. I'm listening. You got my attention, and uh -huh. he did something really cool. I think you might appreciate this, Dan. Screw you! And what he does was he says, "Let's just say you want two measures of a breakdown, or even one measure. Put out all, you know, eighth notes. So one and two and three and four and and just randomly, just tick some off." Mm -hmm. And don't play those. So it's one and two and and it's just like there's your break. Something that you wouldn't even think of. Right. Something that you wouldn't want to write. Something that's not like anybody else. And you can just pull these notes out. And if you don't like it, it doesn't come with it. You put them all down. Hell, if you want, just put numbers. Give them all numbers and throw numbers in the air. Whichever ones uh, land right side up and just cross those out. And that becomes your break part. And he says, I have done so many cool things with so many bands that doing it this way, that we just get something completely different that no other band has. So th that was really cool. And all of that leads to like what you were saying. Syncopated. So, kind of like all this. All different types of syncopated. Yeah. Just throw them out and he says, okay, 21. See, because you're in 21 nine times. Now, how about this? The fact that you throw those numbers up and mm -hmm. they're flipping in the air and they're heading towards the ground. Not random. Not random. Do you think it's not random? I think it may be not random. And the way these numbers come down... Oh, let's not get into this. ...are now... Here we ...have go. been influenced by the universe. But well, I think it's, it's, No, because if you're saying if it's not random, that means you're going to throw them again and the same numbers would appear in the same location in the same face up and face down. No. Yes. No. Chaos theory. It's not, so what it's not the, chaos think theory. about the word coincidence, right? And people are like, it's nothing's a coincidence. Flip it. Everything is a coincidence. Co-incident. So co-created incident. So everything is 
always happening for us all the time, constantly. That's why we got to really check in with ourselves you. and figure out what we're thinking Completely about, what we're random. putting out there, because it's coming back to us. Yeah, but the problem is, is that we, what we're talking about is being open to the universe. And we're pretty much not for the most part. Mm -hmm. And the work that Stacy talks about doing is being open to the universe, trying to be open to the universe, trying to Wait, open hold on, yourself hold on, up. Hold on. You're saying as musicians, you feel like you're not open to the universe? You're musicians. You literally are the music of the universe. In more of a general sense of most people are not open to the universe. You know, they're closed off. They're not really. And I think that that's what, for me anyway, the way I interpret meditation and things like that is opening yourself up, listening to the universe. And now Ben said throwing random numbers in the air has nothing to do with the universe and maybe the influence of the universe in your path. I'm not sure that I agree with that, but I just feel like when we do allow ourselves to be open, and I think throwing numbers up in the air is you being open and saying, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm not going to control mm -hmm. the outcome of this. I'm just going to throw these numbers up, see whatever happens, and then we're going to take it from there. Yeah, you know? But you can look at it that way, but you can also look at it and say, well, I didn't like that, and I'm going to throw the numbers again. So you can throw them until you are sure. satisfied. So Yeah, you have free will. Have the free will. But also, right. you have to understand. And then you won't have a hit song that way. You have to understand. All <laughs> my songs are hit songs. Oh, boy. Not one tear. That's when you got that hit. Was a but somebody hit you because but I like you wrote what that you song. Said. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was me. <laughs> I like what you said earlier about not uh, taking your music from the past because you're not that person anymore. Now you're a different person. You've had more experiences. You've had different experiences. Yes. And lessons, too. And so the can worst play. part is yeah. I still have one song that I think is great. But no one likes it. You don't know what? But no one likes it. Then <laughs> if you great. like your song, then that's, that's your solo project. Your solo project. Yeah, your solo project. But like you decided not to join yourself yeah. because you had a disagreement with yeah. you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, and you... And Due you also, you're differences, saying that I fired myself. <laughs> nobody like, wait, what are you saying? That nobody likes the song that you like? You have something that, I wrote. that you like that nobody else is vibing with you on? Yeah, no one vibes with me. <laughs> Dude, And there's aren't people say, that are meant to vibe with you on that right. song. Those mm. aren't your people. That's in the, right. In the right. Moment, and when it makes song, millions. Keep it. Because mm -hmm. you, you'll find your people Stacey, later that are like, oh, I'm totally vibing on that. I'm going to let's do it. A million angry people. Are you listening to what she's saying? She's saying you may find people down the road yes. that yeah. are the right fit for that piece of music. Yeah, not yeah. We've of written a lot of songs it, together, <laughs> he and I, and, you know. I don't really see that happening, but it's possible. Don't lose hope. Ben, ben, you've written a lot of hits. We, the two of us together have written masterpieces. They're awesome. But getting back to being in a, in a band situation, when you're with those individual people, it's very different because every band has a different chemistry. Each mm. person is different. So yeah. the uh, outcome is going to be different. You can play the same song, but it's going to be different. That's the hardest part about being in a band, but also the most magical part about being in a band is trying to navigate all the different personalities and experiences and the people that come together to try to do something as as a group. As you one, know? Yeah. So yeah. in my main project right now, we're in the middle of writing an album. We have two new members, but I have been banned from dealing with the singers because whenever <laughs> I deal with the singers, we no longer have a singer. So I've, I've taken the, uh, I, I deal with the bass player, 
My guitar player deals with the singer, and that's the way we've decided to do it because we've been playing together for a long time, and we understand that, hey, maybe I'm not so good with dealing with the egos of a singer, and he's better, and um, I'm better dealing with a bass player type of individual as far as there can be a type. Usually there's one guy who handles the personalities, the diplomat in the band. The right? ringleader. But what do you think of the Fosters? Yes, I was about to say, what is the score on that? I know it, our listeners are going to be like, well, what about the beer? What about the beer? <laughs> Fosters is good. I'll start this round. I liked it. I'll give it a six. Benny can tell you. Giving it a six also. You know, I'll give it a one six times. <laughs> I think um, I think I'm going to give it a five point five because I do like it. I didn't like it in the beginning, but now yeah, I now keep like, drinking like the, it. Yeah. So it's going down easy. It's tasty. It's nice. I it's pulled a nice out another one because I'm dry. But then we still have more beer to drink, so I can't do that. We do. We do. All right, Stacey, what was your vote? I'm your... going to go. I'm going to give it an eight, just wow. like I did the last one. Oh. You're consistent. Uh, yeah, I am. It's a, it's hard because I really can't. Uh, there's like a little bit of a different. Like this has the Fosters has more body to it than mm -hmm. this, and I don't know how else to explain that because I can't really taste a huge difference, but, but I could tell that they're different. So. As far as the experience of drinking the two beers, which one do you like better? I like them both. I mean, oh, which one okay. am I going to drink? Like I'm going to drink them both. Well, you, you got know? it. I'm not going right. to refuse. If either if somebody came to me with this Polish one. This Australia one, I'd be like, I will take both. Give me this one first or this one. First. You know, I'm oh, not. That's cool. I've, I yeah. have. I also have some good news for you. Seeing as how you're having a little bit of problems with your sense of taste and smell, I heard from somebody who had COVID that you can actually retrain yourself to taste and smell. So you can use it to your advantage if you, there's a food that you don't like the way it tastes. You can train yourself to like it. Liver. You can train yourself to make it taste like bacon. Cauliflower. <laughs> I don't even know if that's right, but that I heard something about that you can retrain your senses. I have heard that as well. I also know that when I had it, somebody brought me food very sweetly, made me food. So I, I just couldn't eat anything I didn't want to eat. And I certainly wasn't cooking for myself during that week of having it. But I actually, I couldn't taste any of it. But you guys, by the third time or fourth time of eating this meal, it was huge. Um, I was sick of it. I was tired of it. And mm -hmm. it was weird because I couldn't taste it. So I was. it was really strange to have this, like, I know I don't want to eat this anymore. So my body was telling me, like, <laughs> we're done. We're, we're over this. We're done. done. Don't do it. Did you ever see the yeah. movie Defending Your Life? Yes. With Albert Brooks and Meryl yes. Streep? Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Meryl Streep? <laughs> it was about... <laughs> these people who were using more than 10% of their brain and Ooh. they were programmed themselves to eat food that was great for your body but was horrible tasting and they could just oh. control their brain to make believe that they're eating steak and or whatever their favorite food was even though it wasn't their favorite food. Uh -huh. mm. That was a good movie, but I hardly remember it. That was great. That's that was cool. a great scene, man. Like The Matrix yeah. when he's mm -hmm. having a steak dinner in The Matrix. Right. And he just wants to stay there and live his life. Yes. Like Ben. But <laughs> now ben I'm chose detouring. the blue, blue pill. The if blue you go back, the blue pill. The blue pill. 
the blue poop. If you go back a couple of episodes, you'll hear you'll hear Ben and I. <laughs> ben almost exploded again. He did explode. Oh my god. You'll hear goodness. Ben and I having a discussion. And uh, Ben is in favor of our robot overlords. And um, he doesn't want to come out of the matrix. He wants to stay in there. Ben's very pro very technology, anti individual. I have you this know. thing here in hose. He's just bad. Anyway, so we're going to go to the next beer, which is Sam oh. Adams, Boston oh. Lager. There you go. It's your regular Boston Lager. So, mm. Stacy will take a break because she has a full can, an oil can of Forsters to finish, <laughs> and a giant can of the Polish beer to finish. And there she goes. I wish that this was available for people to see if we were live streaming. That was a nice pull on that. That was good. Mm. And Stacy is not driving. She's being responsible. Yes, none of us are driving except for Ben and Mark. Right. <laughs> but they can always stay at my house. I have a big oh. basement. This is actually a beautifully <laughs> colored beer. Way home. Ben, go up there and show Stacy the, the color of the beer. <laughs> oh, my God. And he does it. That's why I don't defend him anymore. It's just, ben I used to be me. the voice of reason. I used ben, to be nice to him. Ben loves me. He really does. He, you know what? It's He's funny. done some amazing things. Look Ooh, at that color. Yeah, Isn't that beautiful? Very colorful. It's it's truly amber. But very, if we're going to get nice. into analyzing things, we're going to analyze Mark's recurring nightmares about Ben wanting to kill him. I don't want to talk about that. It's it's very dark. I had two it's dreams scary. where Ben <laughs> was trying to kill me, <laughs> and he would not stop like a Terminator, and I couldn't get him to stop. I must break you. And I was trying to Wrong fight movie. him, but he was huge. So I was trying to take out his knees so that I can, <laughs> you know, take his advantage away. And uh, What advantage does yes. he have over you? And the joke is that he was so big in my dream that I knew that it was not representing his intellect. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that Ow. stopped, right? That stopped. I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable around Ben these days. But I did wake up feeling a, a bit frightened. You should go and get some Reiki. Frightened. Yeah, I should. I'm going to look into it because it really, really sounds interesting. And friends of mine have experienced the process. And I'm kind of like jelly because I want to go through that. And I want to see if I could get rid of whatever, you know, things that are blocking my energy from coming out the right way instead of, you know, the negativity and stuff. Instead of the way it currently comes out? Yeah, because they say I'm very negative, but I'm not. I'm the most pleasant person going at this table. But I also have a lot of <laughs> a lot of people and things that are popping up that are kind of pushing me in that direction as well, that that's something that I need to do, is to get quiet. I find I'm realizing that I'm constantly stimulated on a screen with music, with this, with that, all the time. And so um, I think I really do need to get quiet, give my brain a rest, you know, and, and see what that's all about. Wow, you brought up a really good point because I cannot sit in a room without something in the background, music, the TV. Right. There has to be something that occupies this space besides me, either audibly or somebody around. My wife is like, you know, you just don't relax. You don't stop. And I was, you're out of your mind. I'm relaxing. I'm listening to music. I'm doing this and that. But then you're absolutely right. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, shut up. Yeah. You're just jelly. Sometimes, sometimes if we're if we're born or bred into the chaos, then we find the chaos comfortable mm -hmm. now. Yes. You know. 
And whether the chaos is noise or the chaos is constant argument or the chaos is, you know, this or that, whatever it may be, distraction, whatever, whatever shows up as sometimes that's our comfort zone because that's what we've been programmed to a young age to, to be comfortable in. So maybe that's just you had a lot of noise in your and you're, and that is where you're comfortable. For me, I, I, I understand that, you know, I, in the car, it's loud in there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I crank it up. I yeah. feel most comfortable and at home nestled within the, the base of music. You know, that's yep. just, that's where I feel comfy. It's like an so. old pair of shoes. They fit. It feels good to wear them. And it makes you feel like you're in a, a comfortable place. Totally. When we talk about the, um, you know, the, the new, the creative, the coming into a different space, the unknown, if you will, because that, that other stuff is known. This is unknown. Um, sometimes to, when we pull ourselves out of that comfort, not not sometimes, oftentimes we pull ourselves out of that comfort is when we start to experience this new part of us that we didn't even know, right? Mm. I didn't know. Yep. yep. I, didn't, I didn't even pay attention that I keep thinking about the same freaking conversation for the past three days until I turn <laughs> off right. the music and then I realized that, my brain was there again or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Right. That's great. Dude, that's a tool in itself. And I think oftentimes, um, and I'll speak for myself, that um, we have so many things going running through our minds every day, all day, that we don't even know. You know what I mean? We're not even yeah. really consciously aware of what's running through our minds. The worries, the anxieties, the, you know, the, the thoughts. And then when we do get quiet through meditation, through yoga, through different things is when we start to pick up on those oh so this is the thing that's been bothering me and that's when the answers come and they come randomly because i've done meditation but not for a while and not on a consistent basis but that's when the answers start to come and you start to realize oh man this this has really been bothering me or eating at me and this is something i need to address but we have so much other stuff running around and and we're so focused on like you said being distracted or working or running around doing all of this stuff that we're not aware of those things. And those are the things that we need to kind of flush out and address and look at and listen to by getting quiet. You know, you bring up a good point because by getting quiet, Ben. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. You're okay. so mean to Ben. So, <laughs> oh, oh, him? Yes. <laughs> you. Oh my God! See the hate? It's coming. Yeah, yeah because I'm, I'm gonna, you treat him badly. No, I, I treat don't. him like a king. Yes, king of the servants. I treat him like a human. <laughs> well, at like least he's equal. king of something. Oh my so, goodness, Stacy. Yes. What I was going to say was, you know, I, I could just sit there and work and work because I really enjoy it. But then some of you know, as we're talking here, it makes me wonder, is it a part of me that just enjoys because I'm totally lost and I'm escaped in it and all the worries of the world are gone. And 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 I'm in there and I'm actually using my brain because I'm constantly thinking, you know, how do I do this? How do I solve this problem? How am I going to, you know, do this? And not only that, but everything that I write, all the code that I write, I have to submit to people and say, you know, are they going to accept this? Or is this clear enough? Because anybody at any given time is going to have to look at my code and say, what the hell is going on here? Is it, you know, legible for someone to come in and just say, oh, I understand what's going on here. So if I'm doing all these different things and I'm naming things correctly, which is one of my biggest problems, and I'm getting better at, you know, I, I could just get lost. And I just really enjoy working. Yes, because the other day was the first time I submitted code and there was no critique. Very nice. And it was it was it was a lot of code. So usually we go through this whole thing, but 
after a while, you get a feel for not only just other people's style, but the style that we want to write as, as, as a group. And we have to keep some type of uniform look and feel. And um, it, it just takes time to get all that. And it was really great when we all gel because we could all look at each other's code and say, okay, now I know exactly what's going on. And so it's like, oh, I was wondering why this wasn't working. How would this guy fix this other thing? I was just looking at that. And then you could say, okay, here we go. Because some of us work on different parts of the application. And it's pretty cool. But um, I, I really... Nerd alert! <laughs> <laughs> what you were talking about right there is your flow. That's what we consider your flow. Like you're, you're just, you're, you're, you're just in it. You're in it. You're, you're fully present in the moment. You're coming up. You're, you're saying, oh, I need a solution, and you're coming back with it. Yeah. You're just in the flow of what you're doing. That's that's but, where but, we want to be. That's but, the creative energy that shows up for you in that space like that. That's awesome. Because when like nobody's home, either I'll practice a little bit for the band and stuff. But I really enjoy getting back into that. It's like okay, let me see if I can solve a problem. Because this way, you know, Monday morning comes. I'm already ahead of the game, or I'll have code ready to, to review um, and stuff like that. So it, it's 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 really really cool. I actually really really enjoy what I'm doing. So uh, it so it's like something it's your you passion. enjoy, yeah. yeah. But sometimes I feel like, is it really, yeah, or is it just if it's out of balance? Do you feel yeah. out of balance with it? Yes. Versus, I wonder wait, if there's things that I, you know, other things I could be doing, but instead I'd rather be coding. <laughs> so. But it's, so, you know, okay. So is it is it out of balance or do you feel it's out of balance for your standards or for someone else's standards? Because if it's your standards and this is how you feel imbalanced by doing what you love to do. With other people's uh, standards, it would mm-hmm. probably be completely out of balance. But Here's it's just about because, them. Yeah, it, it, but it's, you know, uh, I don't mind uh, working late and doing all that fun stuff. And like I said, with yeah. I am free and I don't have my daughter uh, and the wife is working, and no one's around. Man, I'd you rather just do that. Put on a skirt. And yeah, do I your always thing. Well, work in a skirt anyway. <laughs> you so, just work it. Uh, but yeah. I, I'd rather do that than sit and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Dude, and, and, that's and amazing. I enjoy that what you're doing, much more. What you're so, doing is so much so healthier. There. Please don't. That's right. Please don't refer to it as an addiction. So stop mm-hmm. talking yourself out of it. That, Stop putting yourself in a negative light, Ben. You, <laughs> you have a lot of good really to though. offer. You know? be, be, be cautious of the words that you use for yourself yes. and what you offer to yourself. You know, Because it's it. right. those are the things that start to, to program the brain to say this about ourselves. Yep. What you were talking about before, um, um, you were saying we have all these thoughts that are playing out all day. Mark, you said something like we have so many thoughts we don't even realize. A lot of these thoughts that we have that are constantly running underneath underneath like our, our core beliefs that we picked up as children mm. so they're like constant and they're they're like they've turned into these i mean these thoughts these these frequencies that we're that we're giving out and we're also receiving underlying all of this is a core belief it could be like um i'm not worthy of being loved okay you could have heard that when you were three by someone you know or someone someone turned around and said you know, you're not worth anything. You're not the worth the shirt on your back or whatever it is. And you picked it up because you, you're a tiny three-year-old human, you know, absorbing everything. And so now that still plays under, unless you clear it out, unless you bring it up to the surface and deal with it and start to, you know, be aware and change it, it could still be playing in, in underneath of everything. You don't know, you know, right. and you just, and you, 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 and I'm not saying you in particular, I'm saying anybody, anybody and everybody, 
And so what, what's really helpful is if we start to like kind of pull that, pull that out and be like, all right, listen, that is not true. You are literally born worthy of anything and everything when you came onto this planet, when you, when you showed up here and none of that has changed. None of it. Maybe right. you have changed. Ben smiling because you as a to kid, hear some of my mom's oh stories. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> so when you said that, I think I was the, just like, bing, 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 bing. the lights went on, and he's like, "Wow, that self-realization that I am worthy." Oh boy, <laughs> somebody got me in the coyote confused. You know, boy, Ben, does it feel eyes. good now that you get that? Or the burro. Or the burro. <laughs> I think we all deal with that in varying yep. degrees. So screw them. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> Very good, Stacey. Well, Thank sorry, you. Stacey. I, yeah. we're, we're going Do we have to, to pay uh, you for I like had... therapeutic <laughs> sessions now with this? Because <laughs> you've today, cured Mark today. and you've cured Ben. No, I have strong <laughs> identification with that. Yeah. I'm not cured. We all by, do. By any stretch, I'm not cured. Oh, okay. But we're so getting there. We're, we're medicating. We're, we're on our medication. <laughs> and so, what you were talking about, about being in the flow, sometimes I feel that when I'm teaching. Yes, sometimes I yes. just feel this energy that is not normally me, and it's just flowing, and I'm talking with the student, and they're smiling, and they're interacting, and they're getting it, and I'm getting it across, and they're understanding and it just and I walk out of there feeling like ten feet tall, you know, and mm -hmm. and the, the the student leaves and they're happy and they're telling their parents, you know, what they did and what they learned, and and that's a beautiful place to be. And it's a little scary because it's it's a little it's a little overwhelming. It's a little like having that energy flowing through me is a little intimidating. So I have to get kind of used to it, you know. But I do Again, like it. it's the unknown, right? So the unknown can be a little scary because, and when we when we experience things that are unknown, the mind or the ego wants to take us to a space, wants to keep us safe. That's what it's pre-programmed to do, right? Like in even if it's chaos when we were a child, that's where we felt safe. So even in that, when we start to pull it apart and rewrite the stories. The mind or the ego wants to pull you back in and be like, hey, no, we, we this mm -hmm. is where it's safe. We know what's happening. But you're saying what you're talking about is stepping to the unknown. Right. And yeah, it can be a little intimidating or a lot intimidating. It could be really intense. It can be like mm -hmm. really emotional where you're like, I don't know why I feel like I want to cry. I'm so happy. Like yeah. anything like that. Yeah, for sure. So just pay attention to when the, when the mind starts to jump in and try to re or like write the story or or categorize it. Right. It wants it. Oh, we don't know what category that fits in. Therefore, it's like alert. <laughs> like yeah. the brain's like freaking out. Alert. Like we don't know. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, we have but to shut this down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. Yeah. Don't don't feel things. We we're not sure what's happening. You know, what's going on? And you're like, uh, experiencing all these feelings in your body yeah. and your brain's uh, yeah. telling you something too. It's a lot. Humaning is the hashtag that I use a lot when it comes to this experience that we have because we are humaning constantly. I made what we are into a verb because I wanted to remind people that like, okay, you, you, you could be having a spiritual experience. Everything is spiritual anyway. So if we really want to speak about spirituality, everything here is, is spiritual. That's my understanding of spirituality. It's like this all is a spiritual experience. Even drinking this beer with you all is a spiritual experience. Yes. Thank so, you. right. And then, and then, but at the same time, don't float away too far because you're still here on earth mm -hmm. and grounded in this body, right? In this physical experience. So like bringing the two of them together is your, your humaning. This is where you're humaning and you can't screw up humaning. You can, you can make mistakes or you, what you feel are mistakes, but 
you're just humaning. You just take it. When you you fixed it earlier, Dan. You said, "Well, they're lessons. They're lessons. We, we just there are lessons. Mm-hmm. Take the lessons and we move forward." Yeah. We get stuck. We we not we acknowledge. We honor. Take it even a step further. Once you dig up all this stuff that's not helpful, and you start to move on from it, then turn around toward it. Express gratitude toward it. And even the people that did you dirty mm-hmm. start to express gratitude toward them because there's a reason why you're here as you are now in this version, because you came from that version. Yeah. So even though it feels messed up and a lot of people, a lot of things happen that nobody deserved, we still turn around and go, you know what? But I wouldn't be here talking about what I'm talking about right now. Had or you that wouldn't shit be not better happened. for it, you know, Correct. because you come out of a, ter- a bad situation, but you get through it. And you're better from it. Mark is very mm-hmm. angry. He doesn't like anybody. I like you, Dan. No, you mm-hmm. don't. Anyway, so the only thing I have to add to that is the drink fl- up. All right. Well, I just want to share one more point. The- no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're projecting. I've never done inner, it to Dan before. That was the first time I've ever done it to Dan. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. No. I'm going to be like Ben. I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm gonna just- that's, how, that's how I keep the editing time down. Yeah. I shut them down. They don't talk as much. And then I don't have as much editing to do. I was just going to say that one of the funniest experiences I had was understanding the philosophy of my dog, which is to be in the moment. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. Just enjoy where you are. And I find that to be so difficult. To achieve because you, you as a human, you're like, oh, thinking about what I do today, will it affect what's going to happen tomorrow or from the lessons from the past are prohibiting me from having a good time now. He was the happiest creature in existence because he didn't give a shit either way. He was in the moment. So I'm trying to apply that philosophy. It sounds, you know, simplistic and silly, but it's not. No, it's extremely difficult. The dog's philosophy. Yeah. I love who I'm with. I love being here alive. It's the best day ever. And who cares about yesterday or tomorrow? I don't care. I'm having a great time. That's right. And with I that, agree. we will go for a beer. I agree with that. I've often looked at, at Louie and said the same thing. Yeah. Like, I wish I was more like him, you know? Absolutely. Go, Ben. Why don't you show Stacy the label of that beer? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Just, just read it. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. So we got Samuel Adams. Cheers to you, Boston Lager. Distinctively complex and balanced. It is 5.0% alcohol by volume. 30 IBUs. I have no idea what the hell that means. And the Boston Lager remastered. Our tireless pursuit of perfection has led to the beer in your hand. The remastered Boston Lager made brighter and easier. Dan, can we have the Boston National Anthem? (laughs) Drinking through decades of improvements to our brewing process and ingredients (laughs) in the beer you love. Remastered. Representing the United States, we have Sam Adams Boston Lager. I feel all patriotic. Now brighter and easier drinking. For those of you who are health conscious. Boston Lager. There you go. 
Women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. So be warned. But let's uh, service describe the beer. It's very uh, reddish looking, amber color. And it's your nice. guess is as good as mine. How many calories it has? A whole bunch of them. Look it up online. So I'm not liking the smell. Google it, if you will. Mm. Smells like a regular lager, you know. Hoppy-ish. A little hoppy. A little hoppy? Really? Yeah. Okay, so let's try it. What do you guys think? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the guy who's shaking is that no, no, no. It's like a little baby no. eating broccoli. <laughs> 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 wow. By no, do you mean yes? <laughs> His mouth says no. <laughs> but his his body says no, <laughs> nowhere, <laughs> nowhere, less oh, no. than no. And there's nothing wrong with this. No, it's okay. It's pretty good. <laughs> what is what is it you that you don't like? like? That. Oh, I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it. It's got a little. I usually like to, to it, videotape but... Ben's reactions because he he has very um, he's very animated in his disgust. But so. now I'm gonna have to get it off the Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I don't know, Ben. I like it. So, Ben, what are oh. you going to rate the Sam Adams Boston Lager? Oh, a three. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, no. no Sam Adams no, bottoming no. out. And this is the American beer, Ben. Yeah. Don't forget that. No, Keep that in be, mind. Can't be biased. You I have to be honest. I can't. I, I can't even I, you know. The Colombian judge gives the American beer a three. Interesting. Yeah, he just doesn't like America. <laughs> Anti-American. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, I mean... Ben, what do you think of America? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, I'll go next. I gave it a, a five. The American judge gives it a five. Yeah, I mean, the other beers were better. I'm sorry to say it. They were. Okay, okay. And it was such a struggle to find a good American beer that is accessible to everybody. I've got to be honest. I think that doing this Beer Olympics has opened my eyes. Not that I really drink a lot of American beers, unless it's a craft beer, a smaller brewery. But a lot of the mainstream, larger American beers are just not that good. Mm. And that's been my experience. Are you ready? Are you ready? So Stacey, who won this have round? you ever experienced a Boston lager yourself? Oh, you guys didn't give your numbers. I gave you... Um, Pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-COVID. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you had yeah. taste in your mouth. What are you giving them, Mark? The Puerto Rican judge will give the Boston Lager a four. Oh, I was wow. going to write that. And Ben, you gave it a what? A three. You gave it the finger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's average them out and get a winner. No, we have the Russian oh, beer. Oh, we have the Russian beer. Yikes, comrades. Here oh, we, we have the Russian beer. Ben and Mark like to take a lot of credit for things they don't do. That's just them. And I accept how you guys are. So I got no problem. I don't care. I know what I did. I'm cool with it. I make this crappy podcast sound good <laughs> when I edit it. When you, take your, when you bring your mic down. Yeah, it's really good. So that's the uh, beer. It's backwards Russian writing. Yeah, that's really cool. That I'm Russian glad we got a Russian. Girls? That's not on steroids. Oh, that would be amazing if you pop the top and it was a smaller can inside. And you keep going, and, and there's a shot glass, and it's vodka. But I tell you, this, you got this little tiny glass. 
What do they call those things? Uh, Russian nesting dolls. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, she only said it two seconds ago. Dude, you know, be oh, I didn't hear uh, forget. Yeah, well, forget it. Wait to listen to our. Oh, are we going to drink the uh, bad Russian corrupted we're beer gonna first? We're going to drink that afterwards. Oh. We're going to drink that afterwards. Because the judges are still out. They don't know if they're going to oh, let her uh, compete. Uh, okay, let's I have do a this feeling, one. I have a feeling if Stacy had okay. enough time to prepare and she had every one of the beers that we were tasting, that she would be the last one standing. And we'd be under the table. Yeah. I just have that feeling. Think so, huh? I can handle it pretty well. I think there you, you can. can. I can't. No, he'll be the first one on the floor. Ooh. It looks <laughs> what like was that? Looks, one beer, two beer, like three beer floor? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, then let's pour it out okay. so we can all see it. <laughs> My x-ray vision oh, can't so go the, through the wow, can. Wow, what does look like Coca-Cola? That. Holy cow, that is a dark, dark brew. Oh, I can see it. Wow. No, no, no. Oh. Is this another lager? It no, smells good. What is it? Jeez. Oh, my God. It's a Russian-style imperial stout. Oh, oh. beautiful. We had a beautiful uh, Swedish stout, Ooh. the Speyside Cacao that yes. we were talking about earlier. <laughs> cacao. Cacao. Yeah. It was almost like chocolate milk. It was very thick but very smooth. Mm -hmm. and a little really, sweetness really good. to it. It was good. Really good. So let's... Uh, is this right, my let theme me get song? My picture here. No, this is not my theme song. This is the montage song. Oh, this is "Let's Fighting Love." Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is the montage song. Yes. Montage. Montage. This is that song. <laughs> oh, so you like South Park? That's cool. Oh yes. I don't think I've met anybody who hates South Park. No. Who I associate with? Yeah. I remember yes. watching the first episode. Cartman gets an alien. Uh, yeah, uh, gets probe. a probe. <laughs> All right, Ben. There are Russian nesting, Stacy. There are Russian nesting dolls on, on the, the can. can. Yes. Whoa, eleven point four. Is that why you volume. said that? Wait, is that why? You, did you see that? See what? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why she said Russian nesting dolls. Oh, because they're on the can. Yeah. Ben, what's the name of this beer? Привет. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Okay. It's Soviet. I, I so Privet. What does it say above? It says um, <laughs> normal Illinois. Wait a minute. It's, it's wait a, a minute. State it's of a, Illinois. No, you it's bought a Russian beer it's made a Russian in beer. Illinois. No, that in means Illinois. Illinois. American brewery. beer. Illinois. <laughs> a brewery. It's a brewery in Illinois. <laughs> it's a Russian style imperial stout. Oh, mm, you blew yum. it, dude. Privet. Which is Russian for hi or hey, is the base beer for the award winning bourbon barrel aged Dovindiana. Okay. Keep Even going. though this beer isn't aged in oak barrels, it greets you with a color as dark as night, a thick, tan head, and predominant characters of dark chocolate and roasted malts with an abundant fruity esters. Is that right? <laughs> Estrogen? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Generous hop additions balance the maltiness of this beer, along with a mouthful that is rich, creamy, full and smooth. What the hell was that? Stop saying that's so sexy, Ben. That wasn't sexy. That was it, it ends with the YPA. It's Support fun to flavor. say at the YPA. 
<laughs> Boycott Bland. Boycott Bland. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow, 11.4 ABV, like the other stout we were drinking before, mm -hmm. which was 14. Government warning. Yeah, just government this warning. This is 11.4. What's in the Damn. bottom of the ABV? So it's a Russian-style brew, but it's made in America. Way to go. Is it really? Yes, it's made in Illinois. Let me see. Or as Ben puts it, Illinois, both states. Yeah, but I think... <laughs> Illinois. I where does it say Illinois? I gotta uh, see by this. The, by the, by the is it imported by that company in Illinois, or is it brewed in Illinois? Wow. Yeah, you flubbed this one, buddy. That's nice why job, I got ben. the other one. The American nice Russian beer. <laughs> right, screw you. We still love you, but, mm. you know. All right. Did somebody Drink. direct you to that one? Or, yes. Oh, uh, that's why. Oh, what, are you kidding me? I don't know that's, beer. That's their fault, not yours. Yeah, I'll go get back it out and of, complain. Get it out of your mind. You did okay. nothing wrong. You did not screw this up, <laughs> All righty. All right, here we go. Ready, Mark? Cheers. Cheers. I'm ready. Oh, Doesn't it have much smells more? so good. Does it? I can't it smell does, it. It does, yeah. Oh, it smells so good. Wow. Yes, this is where the Russian beer comes from. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Some town in Illinois. Right, right outside of Bloomington. Sounds oh, like Siberia to me. Little, it smells very good. It smells it really good, but it's a little tough to drink. It's very nutty. Yes. And by that, it's got that. It's it's very heavy. It's a heavy. It's beer. very heavy, but it's better than a lot of of these chocolatey stouts that yeah. I had. Before. It actually tastes good. Oh, yeah, it's very good. Now, now I'm liking it. Yeah, and it's and it's a high alcohol. And I always say when they push the alcohol very high, it changes the taste. It kind of gives it a bitter sort of flavor to it that I don't really like. So the higher ABV beers, I kind of stay away from. Wow. because of that. But this is very good. But it's the kind of beer you only drink one. Yeah. Ben's directing the music. It kind of got loud. So This is, um, I would describe this as a sleeper cell beer because it's a <laughs> Russian beer living in Illinois <laughs> under, under ring, the guise ring. of a Russian stout. This monkey right. like screams the Americans, at midnight. Like the TV show The Americans. Oh, yeah. That was a good show. Numbers. Well, being that it's disqualified because it's made in America, <laughs> I'll still give it a rating. I, I give it a five. Wow, that's not hmm. too thrilled. You really raved about it until you just no. Give it a five. I, I just I'm not. I said I could only like drink one of these yeah. versus drinking a whole bunch of maybe the uh, Polish one or Foster's or anything else. Well, this else. is a third of a can, so just yeah. yeah. I'm just mm. saying. I don't know if I can finish a whole can because I'm a, yeah, it's pretty strong. Yeah. I'm going with a six. <laughs> no, I could finish a whole can. Write it down. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a seven. Whoa. You like those stouts, those heavy, heavy beers? I love dark beers. So I like love that. dark stouts. Yeah. But but you're right. You can't drink a too bunch many of, of them. No, it's just really filling mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, it's very heavy. I almost have one as a treat. Uh huh. And then I'll move to something lighter. Mm. Yeah. So you'll drink a ginger ale after you. Or, yeah, <laughs> I'm taking this home. Or, okay. you know, yeah. I'll have one at home. and But that's all I'll have at home. Yeah. All right, last beer. Well, we're done rating this one. We have Stacey, to are you a fan of stouts? I don't think I can handle another contestant. Are you a fan of stouts? No? No. What is your favorite type of beer, if you were to have a favorite type of beer? If you were to have taste buds today, what would be your favorite <laughs> type of beer? 
free, free beer is the best beer. Free beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> free cold beer. But, you know, mm-hmm. Mark Lake's stouts are real good. <laughs> I also like IPAs and wheat beers. No, no. Wheat beers are good. I stopped drinking beer probably in my 20s mm-hmm. because I gained a lot of weight from drinking beers mm-hmm. and it didn't suit my needs at the time. Do you know what I mean? Right, yep. sure. So since then, I'll go, I'll weave in and out of different alcohol, you know? Lately, it's no alcohol because I'm like weaving out of it right now. That's good. Doesn't mean it's doesn't mean it's forever and it doesn't mean it's like a it's not like a thing you know mm-hmm. that i'm like i'm not <laughs> i will but um obviously i will but i just haven't i don't know yes yeah, Stacey, stop being weird <laughs> drink alcohol <laughs> no i what, I, what was I, your, I, feel, I feel really fun <laughs> what is your yes you are what is your favorite um liquor of choice mm, vodka probably is mm. my my go-to okay however that shows up so it shows up in a lot of different beverages that I like. Yeah. yeah. Lately, it's been more like mixed drinks. So vodka is my one of my faves. Yeah, I, I went through my vodka phase that got me into gin, and then my wife got me into wines. So I bounced between gin and wine because you don't get the bloatiness from beer. The white liquors totally. are, the, are the best, the healthiest, the best for you out of the alcohols, not as much sugar and all of that kind of stuff. I think the vodka is, is a good choice for somebody who's health conscious and mm-hmm. somebody who's trying to stay away from all the extra calories of the beer. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, Ben, I mean, Dan, let's get this last one out of the way so okay. that we can talk to Stacy. Why don't we, we can just let talk her to go Stacey if she and, wants yeah. to. And uh, we appreciate your time. And, yes, and you hanging for out hanging out and through this craziness for, for all this time. And in a, in a good way, I mean this in, a, in the best way possible, my head is spinning from you. Okay, and that's that's in a good way, um, and it's not even the beer. It's just the discussion. It's the depth of the discussion. It's the realizations and the identification and all the stuff that's going on as we're having this discussion. So, really you know, great show, and thank you. You for inspired sharing. me, and I'm sure these guys too. Where I think that we should go and experience Reiki, and then get back to you and tell you yes. our story. Would you be into I would that? I love that. Yeah, that's cool. Totally. We'll definitely check back in with you. And thanks again for sharing and giving us all that information and, you know, pointing us in a different direction or different way of thinking with the Stacy with the eye, because the eye helps. Makes you see all things. <laughs> How about you, Ben? <laughs> no, it's true. The extra, the eye does it, man. Will you stick around and watch us drink another beer, please? I'll watch you drink another beer. Awesome. Okay, we're going to do this one. Do you right? have stuff to do? Is that the one? <laughs> we are going to drink this one do now. Do you have stuff to do? Did you clear your schedule for us, by the way? I wake up at 4:45 in the morning. Yikes. So, yeah. So, I don't I don't do stuff this late at night, y'all. I'm a yeah. I'm a single mom. Like I, oh. it's bedtime. Ooh. All right, we'll keep you up. You that's can't that's read one it, thing. That's one thing I'm so going to, to read. Mm. That's one thing I'm going to choose not to emulate about you. Just be a single mom. Getting up at 4.45 in the morning. <laughs> single mom's cool. That's where it's at. I've been trying to push it to 7 in the morning because I do a lot of writing in the morning. I do a lot of editing in the morning. And so the earlier I can get up, can you see that okay? Cool. The earlier I, I can no. get up, the better I can get that stuff out of the way and then start yeah. my day mm-hmm. with, the, with the other stuff, with the more important stuff. I mean, that's important. I enjoy writing and everything, but 
you know, it's got to be, it's got to have its place. And with all of the teaching that I'm doing lately and all of the, the opportunities that have been popping up for me, I've actually just gotten my planner together and I'm trying to um, manage my time better because I still want to have time to do all the things that I want to do um, now that I'm teaching so much. And I still have a lot of plans to do a lot of different things, so I need to manage my time better. But 4.45... Yeah, that's a bit early. That's a bit early. But you... Wait a minute. You live on a farm, don't you? Yeah. Are you farming no. at 445? Is that what you're doing? No. Okay. No. No. So you live on a farm, uh, but you're not a farmer. Correct. My family were all farmers. So when I moved back to Maryland, they were, you know, the farm hasn't been used for a long time. It was after my papa passed away. Uh -huh. um, they stopped. But they, um, it's now in, a, in the CREP program. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but no. basically we get paid by the government to keep it natural. Oh, wow. So, which is great, you know, for us, because then we don't have to do anything at all with it. But it's a lot of property and we get to ride around on it and stuff. So I use oh, that's it. that's cool. That's, yeah. Do you have horses really and stuff? Or? No, there used to be horses here, but someone else took care of them. They just rented the property and mm -hmm. kept horses here. So I reap the benefits of having horses on the property without yeah. having to take care of them. Very beautiful amazing. Animals. It was amazing. But then they they moved, and then oh. um, so no, it's just um, it's just it's just us on the farm, oh, which cool. actually worked out really well because I think what it's supposed to be turning into between all of us in this conversation mm -hmm. is um, kind of an outdoor venue to bring in like music or oh, that's oh, awesome. wow. yeah. comedy. Right? I did it. I've done it a couple times. I've mm -hmm. had a theater group come through. My my um, biggest brother is actually a musician out of California. He's a singer songwriter. Mm -hmm. He came through. We kind of cleared out one of the big sheds and strung lights in there, dude. It was like legit. That's beautiful, awesome. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So the the more people come here and just walk around, they're like, this place is awesome. I'm like mm -hmm. I know, right? Like yeah. it's it's a really beautiful spot. Um, so that is not what I'm doing though. It is my understanding that between one and four in the morning. Um, you are, uh, it is like the best time to meditate because you are already in whatever, uh, brain waves. I don't, I, it's not beta. It's What's that deep REM like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, when you can like meet yourself a lot easier at the mm -hmm. time of day. So I've started to wake up that early, but it hasn't turned into a meditation time for me. What it's turned into is when I wake up, I actually wake up before my alarm goes off, which is really annoying. But then... <laughs> When I'm there, instead of being annoyed by it, because that's my first reaction to be irritated that I'm awake already, um, I'm I'm changing the programming and starting with gratitude first thing. So I just start going through. Well, I'm grateful I woke up. I'm grateful for my hands. I'm grateful for my feet. I'm mm -hmm. I just kind of go through anything that I can think of. I'm grateful for my child and our health and our house and our this and our that. Blah, blah, blah. And, um, and it kind of just sets me up in the day to receive more gratitude throughout the day. So whatever you start it with, right, it compounds throughout the day. So if I can speak gratitude into my 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 thoughts, my existence, first thing, then it just starts to compound through the day because the universe wants to offer me what I'm asking for, right? Mm -hmm. So then it's just compounded gratitude over and over and over again. And then I have dope conversations with people like you guys. It's oh, like, thanks. that are like, huh, you know, and yeah. that I have gratitude for that. So it's a beautiful way to, to, to be. And the, the waking up early is kind of the routine anyway, but this is earlier for mm -hmm. me. I'm trying to do it consistently. You know, it's yeah. so not always how, easy. 
How important is that morning routine? I've heard people say they have to have a good morning routine that really sets their day off in the right direction. Absolutely. Little teeny things, even like making your bed, you know, Mm -hmm. that in itself, it goes in your mind. One thing, checked it off. It's again, it's compounding. So look, I did that. I did it. I did. Even if that's the only thing that I did today, I made my bed, you know, and then I went to the couch and was like, you know, it's still, (laughs) I did the thing that I said I was going to do. I did it. So I kept my promise to myself. And from there, it's like, it's compounded interest, you know? So yeah, morning routine is so, so crucial. And how you go about your morning routine, what we were talking about, you were talking about before, Dan, about your I think you're talking about your children. I don't know. Now it feels like it was weeks ago or child or something, having a, having a, this relationship with a child or your child or something like that. One of the things that I noticed with my own child um, last year, the year before, probably the year before, because that's when we were actually in school um, was dude, our morning, our mornings were like getting real jacked up. So by the time I got him to school, we're both at each other's throats. I'm Mm. like, why can't you come on? He's like, I'm trying, you know, and like crying or whatever it may be. Because we just felt so, there's the time was, we couldn't manage it. We weren't managing it very well. But what I realized was what I was upset with him about was the very thing that I get upset with myself about, which is what you just said, Mark, which is time management. And I was like, dang, I am taking out all my frustration with myself on my tiny person. Mm-hmm. And I really want to, so I had to go back and address it. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry, look, like, Here's what's happening. I'm taking it out on you. I think really what I'm trying to do is get better about it. So I'm going to make a really big effort to be better about it for me. But then I also want to make a big effort to be better about it with you too. Mornings now are totally different here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we, I, I've given us more time to be together, more time to snuggle in the morning, even though if it's very short, it doesn't matter. It's just focused attention to that moment so we can, you know, connect Mm -hmm. together before we both go off on our day, you know, and then we have focused time when I pick him back up, it's focused time. It's being present, going back to that. So the morning routine is so important. It sets up your whole day, you know? And so. So far for me, it's making coffee in my percolator mm -hmm. because that's the only way to make coffee. It's not the kind of Mm -hmm. self-care, doing something good for yourself kind of thing so that's something i have to look into too but time management is huge mm-hmm. speaking of time management it's time to get the last beer the okay. last beer <laughs> um <laughs> we have hamburgs <laughs> now i'm sorry what hamburgers <laughs> hamburgs no Again, I was misdirected by the beer distributed dude because this Uh-oh. is from Braunkash Keller. This is a German craft beer, Russian Imperial Stout. Oh, okay. another one of the same thing. So it's Himberg, made in Braunkash Keller, Zasovor, Kovrika, Kovrikai. Confetka? Confetka? Confetka. Confetka, Russian Imperial Stout. Taste. And then it puts a colon. <laughs> like, here's the taste. So it tastes, tastes like a colon? It tastes, tastes like, like a colon. colon. <laughs> so my colon is bitter, 
Sweet. It sure is. <laughs> it sure is, Ben. Oh. Okay, so it's bitter, but it has a sweet coffee chocolate. <laughs> That's why yeah, we call him. Let's, let's just drink this shit. That's, that's, why, that's why we call him Bitter Colon Ben. <laughs> the color. It actually has color of your colon is black. So this uh, calibration. He's drunk. <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> good thing, good thing your wife's coming to pick you up, but oh. Stacy, getting back to what we were talking about before. He's a product of Germany. <laughs> it's a German Russian beer. We're gonna have to fake this one. It's supposed to be served at 14 degrees Celsius, which to all you um non-Celsius people, it's 50 something degrees Fahrenheit. All, all of you Fahrenheiters out <laughs> all there. All you Fahrenheiters. Well, I, I identify as a Fahrenheiter. <laughs> Stacy, I just wanted to tell degrees. you that my favorite soda is Coca Cola. I'll be here all week. Oh my God, it's like this motor oil. It's been in a car way past <laughs> the time that? to change it. Holy <laughs> crap. Look at that. That's darker than your soul, Mark. <laughs> <clears throat> Stacy cringed when I said my favorite son is Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> you had to repeat it. Way to go. She didn't like it the first time, and she sure as hell isn't going to like it the second time. So. It's my job to get reactions from people. Yeah, all negative. Anyway. Shut up, Dan. Shut up and drink. Let's go. Sniff it, whiff it, let's go. Nice. We have yeah. to wrap this up. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. it up, folks. It smells like a stout beer that's very heavy. It has a lot of... It smells like a cacao. German beer. <laughs> German <laughs> Russian beer. The other, the oh, other beer smells like an Illinois like, beer. It, it, it smells, smells like Russian really salad good. dressing. <laughs> oh, I like the smell. Yeah, because you like the communist brew. It smells like Ben's colon. Mm. Now I can't drink it. Oh, I like that. That's <laughs> well, like, like, oh, I like that. It's not like you, you haven't had that before. Colonoscopy. That was nice. Just like mm. this drink. It's colonoscopy in a cup. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cups inoscopy. <laughs> See, I got a reaction without trying. Let's go. How is it, guys? What do you think? It's very good. Oh, this is really it's good. very good. It's a it's a is it gonna be allowed in or no? It's still disqualified. We got no choice. It's we a we have to disqualify it's, Russian. It's a Russian anyway, beer. So. But made in Germany. But it's a Russian beer. And it's sold a Russian in America. Stout. Do you want to replace the other Russian beer? The Let's, other one's a Russian uh, style imperial Doesn't stout matter. as well. They're both the same thing, only different. According to the label. Okay, so Stacy's giving us the, uh, I we're can't keep let, my eyes open. <laughs> we're going to let Stacy decide, before we let her go, the priviette or the confecta? The the one the with fun, the... Uh, the confetka. The first one with the uh, Russian little voodoo dolls in it. <laughs> the <laughs> Russian voodoo dolls, yeah. Or the, the second dolls. one. Or the second one. You asking me? Which one should we allow in the competition? The Russian nesting dolls one. Okay. Okay. Thank Brilliant. you. Thank you so much. And once again, Ben, you can say your final goodbye. Thank you so much for being on our podcast, Stacey. It was very, very nice having you. Thank you. And like I said, we're going to go do... Did, you, did you have something you wanted to say before we drank this beer? Probably. That Dan cut you off and oh, forgot it. Oh, boy. His idea died of loneliness. Yes. <laughs> okay, so. so we'll get back to you with our experiences going forward. 
and we'll share our experience. It should be good. Thank you so much for spending time with us. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. You're one of the people that has what I'm looking for and one of the people that is successful in what she's doing because it's coming from your heart. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Oh, that's very sweet. Next week, it'll just be Dan and Ben podcast because Mark doesn't want to be with us anymore. Mark said, I'll be I don't want to be, be with you guys. I'll be, I'll be getting Reiki <laughs> yeah. and uh, doing dance therapy there you in, go. on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'd love to be on a farm. But anyway, um, again, thanks a lot. And if you don't mind, can we put links to uh, all your, I guess, endeavors on our page? Would that be cool? Yeah, that, that would be wonderful. Okay, cool. I would appreciate right, great. that. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. We will do that. For so the, second breakfast, knowledge. everything that you do, we'll put yeah. up. The hip-hop stuff, don't forget oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah dance. that would be great. The dance, because i got to get choreography. Oh, you know what, you guys? You're not really that far away from me. And in mm-hmm. June, I have something called House Party. And House Party is a big party on the farm. And it's um, all my kids that I that dance with me. They all come and perform. I have guests from the community come out. We're gonna have a special guest this time too. It's just a big party on the farm. So, I would love to have you. I would love to host you out here if you would like to oh, come. Oh wow, to that's that. pretty cool. Road trip. Yeah. <laughs> what an amazing invitation. Yes. Wow. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We'll that's have to learn how to road dance road. and do a oh, dance. I know how to dance. I used to do shows. <laughs> he was like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about pole dancing, Dan. Yeah, I mean, everybody, hey, you can pole dance, it's fine. No judgment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ugh. You should see some of the places he used to pole dance in, though. <laughs> <laughs> your basement. No, that's actually funny, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to dance for your daughter's quinceanera. Yep, so I'm going to have to oh, cool. get choreographed for that. I'll, yeah, I'll teach a- you guys how to dance. How's that? Mm. <laughs> and there's a story that I don't want to talk about. It. But <laughs> I used to do I used to do quinceanera choreography. Sometimes. Oh really? Mm-hmm. They, yep. Oh, there you go. Ben Problem just broke solved. something. There you go. Problem solved. Oh my God, this is a special project, and you'll be paid handsomely for this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I have a routine to also. I get up around five forty-five every day. And there Thanks we go. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Woo! All right. Okay. You have a dance routine you. every day. But seriously, Stacy, have you ever taught a Sasquatch to dance? <laughs> <laughs> Is that in your experience? That- <laughs> it's on the top of a resume. Because if, 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 if you not, haven't, then, you know, <laughs> we'll get in contact so you can put that on your resume. Oh my God. I'm going to, I'm going to sit with that question because I bet you have done some real interesting stories you know i'm really interested thank you for having me you guys i appreciate Thanks a lot. you take You're care awesome thank you so much thank we look you. forward to getting back in touch and following up this is very yeah, i definitely want to do that yeah now get yeah, some rest. i'm excited to, to hear that. all your stories let me know yeah As my okay. dad used to say 445 comes around awfully early <laughs> <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> Yeah, that's, you know. <laughs> Your dad just liked to wake you up that early for no reason. <laughs> that's one of those things that we were talking about that runs yeah. around my head underneath everything that I don't know about. Dad issues. Get out. He used to make me wake up. Dad humor. <laughs> yeah. But thank See you. Later, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Best of luck. Take care. Bye. Mm. What? 
The winners. Oh, finish it, baby. Yeah. Get some fucking music on, Dan, and let's do this right. Round oh, we four. We need some noise rap. Okay, let's do this. I swear yo. you were there. So, Stacy with an I, we will give you all the information on how to contact her and see her content and everything that she does up on the Drinking with Friends podcast Facebook page. But we have business to finish. Thank you all for hanging in there for round four of the Beer Olympics. We kind of took a long way to get where we we're going, but we're here. We are now at the end of round four, and we wow, have the we results. Did four rounds. Of the this results nonsense. are in. They're in. Wow, you're kidding me, Ben. Please do the honors. Coming, <laughs> coming in fourth place with a score. Of cuatro. Four? Of four. Four. USA. Wow, we saw. Oh. Sam Adams oh. Boston. Looks oh. like I wrote Sam Adams Boston garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the Sam Adams Boston garbage, garbage gets a four. Yikes. Gets a four. Sorry, Sam Adams. In third place, and just to let you know, there were no ties. Oh, mm, good. Very no nice. ties again this In week. In third place... Believe it or not, Privet. The Privet. Russian beer. The Russian beer. Is that the Russian beer from Ohio, uh, Illinois? From Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. There you go. Sleeper cell beer. Wow, they get the bronze. It's Privet, the American's beer. <laughs> with, the nesting, with the nesting Russian nesting dolls. Oh, yeah. With the nesting Russian voodoo dolls on the can. <laughs> Made in Illinois. Both of them. Made in normal <laughs> Illinois. Second place and runner-up. Oh. Second place I winner. Might. Oh. I might put another strip on the Bobby for me. <laughs> put another sock in his mouth, please. <laughs> the Fosters. Foster. Foster. Made from real kangaroo and wombat urine. Australian for beer. And if, you, <laughs> and if you've been listening to this show, you know who came in first. Who, Ben? Who? That would be Poland. Oh, yeah. Poland, ah. yes. Our Polish friends. Yes. With the okay, 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 okay beer. Nice. The okay beer from Okochim. Okochim. 1845. 1845. 1845. 1845. <laughs> a coach him. Very drinkable. Yeah. I should, uh, Polish lager. Actually take, from Poland. It's very good. I should take pictures of the map. <laughs> Ben's map. He's got like tree, <laughs> guy chopping wood. Brewed and bottled <laughs> a muskrat. in Poland. Worthy of first place. Very good. Yeah, that was good. It's actually good that the fake Russian beers that we drank uh, didn't place very yeah, well. Because that would be collusion. That's right. We did not. We avoided that collusion. snafu. Plus, they were on steroids. Yeah. Very good. Wow. We had a number of delicious, dark, chocolatey, coconutty yes. stouts. Yeah, I know. But the like loggers we drank, won the we day. Drank, we drank dessert. Which isn't a bad thing. No, not at all. But you're right. 
stouts nice. They they have that full body, that full flavor, the whole experience mm. wrapped up in one nice bottle or a can. But dude, you can only do one of them at a time. I mean, special mention. I really like that one. Dooges. Dooges. Space side cacao. And is that Swiss <laughs> or is that from Sweden? Hang on, get rid of this it. is Swedish. Aha. That would pair Together well with, with Swedish artisanal artisanal Swedish fish or Swedish fish. But seriously, it would really go well with Swedish meatballs. Or Swedish meatballs. Yes. Superb. Ben, what are you doing? You're Bottles disassembling your, yeah, your station? I, my, By my filter Dukes. away. Oh, your filter. Brigeri, Sweden. Brigeri? Brigeri. Brigeri's Sweden. Whiskey barrel aged coconut stout. Mm. No, no, that's wrong. Good. Whiskey barrel aged chocolate stout brewed with cacao, coconut, and vanilla. Yes. Cacao. That's always my safe word in every one of back. my relationships. Cacao? Cacao. <laughs> I thought it was cacao. If things are going a little too far, cacao. Cacao. And how would things be going too far? They I don't get it. never go too far. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. This has been round four of the Beer Olympics. Yay. We had special guest Stacy Alexander, Stacy with an I, on Instagram. Look for her links on our Facebook page, the Drinking with Friends podcast Facebook page. And brought to you by Mark Z Drums. Invest in your future greatness. MarkZDrums.com. And Reign of Angels, starring Ben and his personal violinist. What's Victoria. her name? Victoria. Victoria. Like wife. I will rehash a story because we're on the subject. Of Ben's wife? I saw a picture of Reign of Angels rehearsing. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that they had... <laughs> A violinist in the picture rehearsing with them, and I texted Ben, and I said, Ben, you have a violinist? And he said, Reign of Angels does. <laughs> and I said, oh, I thought it was your personal violinist. That's what I was asking about. <laughs> of course I'm asking about your band. <laughs> Why would I ask you if you personally have a violinist? But doesn't everyone have a personal violinist? Sure. Doesn't everybody have a... It makes your life so much more dramatic. You come out of the bathroom. Yeah. That's why I always wanted to have timpani in my house. Uh-huh. That I can you make mean anything I do. Timpani. It makes anything I do super dramatic. Yes, it does. This is Ben's band. Tune in next week when you will hear significant (laughs) changes to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one or two of us will not be here. (laughs) Maybe all three of us will go our separate ways. Are we done? Are we done? I think so.